Production. Recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's uh, July the 7th, 2017, and it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, our special guest speaker, backed by popular demand, is Sadiqa Truth. Welcome, Truth. Glad to have you back. Well, greetings. greetings, greetings, greetings to everyone. How are you? Good, good. We were just uh, having a little bit of a side chat about the, the U.S. government's patent on marijuana, and you were t- saying, go ahead. The United only... States have jurisdiction on all words that they create. For example, you don't drive, but they have jurisdiction over that word. So if you're driving, then they have jurisdiction. However, if you're asking exercising your uh, pursuit of happiness to travel and your right to travel, they don't have jurisdiction over that. So it's like when you go to court, they say, well, you have to plead guilty or not guilty, but you're innocent. And if you use their choices, then you're giving them jurisdiction. But if you say you're innocent, you're removing jurisdiction from their possession. Gotcha. Okay. Now you wanted to start the call with questions and answers. So if anybody has any questions or um, would like to know something in particular, press star 8, and that will get you in the queue. And already we have one person has their hand up. Great Gazoo, go ahead. You've been unmuted. Happy Fourth of July, belated. (laughs) Yeah, hi. Truth, I'm so glad that you came back. It's it's good to hear you, and it's good to hear you're okay. Um, right. I, I hope we get a chance to meet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was looking around on YouTube through the week, and you know, I keep up with the news there, and I follow a couple channels, and... Uh, you know, there was a guy, he's kind of struggling with the promissory notes and trying to understand this stuff. He's only been studying for a little while. You know, so I'm trying to help him. And I'm giving him, you know, leaving some comments and stuff on his videos. And then all of a sudden, about 10 days ago, he figures out that the Social Security number is an account and the letter on the back is a, goes to the routing number. And he starts paying off all of his bills. He's all over Facebook. He's his subscriptions explode. He's showing everybody proof. But in 10 days, he spent like $2 million. Uh, he's transferring stuff to Barclays and buying all these CDs and a million dollars worth of treasury bonds. And he's he's trying to buy a car. He put on an offer on a house. And he's just going crazy like he won the lottery or something. And he's got all these people following him. Thousands of people are doing the same thing. And they're leaving comments like, oh, you know, I've I paid my bill or this got reversed and and they're going through this whole thing like discovering it and they don't have any foundation. They don't know where it's coming from, why it works. They don't know anything and I don't know what else to say because I tried to tell them, look, you've been doing this 50 years that you think they ain't tried that yet. You're going to end up, you know, in some kind of trouble. But he don't see it that way. He's like, it's my name on the card. I signed the thing. It's, this number's assigned to me. You know, it's all secret and I'm supposed to know, whatever. I don't know. I don't want to run it past the group here. I know there's 
a lot of, of, of well-educated people around here. And, you know, especially Truth, I know that you know some things about discharging debts and stuff. So what do you, what do you think about this guy putting all this out there like that? Well, he's not being responsible or accountable because we did that back in 2008 when we learned how to do the Social Security Trust. We filed our document with this uh, commissioner of the Social Security Administration. We filed uh, our paperwork with the Federal Reserve for the letter on the back of our Social Security card which is the Federal Reserve Bank with a specific routing number. However, if you ask these people questions, they will help you, but it's up to you to understand what they're saying. You cannot use those accounts as individuals. Now, now, I'm asking you a question because I want you to think, what did I say? As an individual, you may not use that account. So what am I saying? You need a, a group or an association, right? You you need your estate to, yeah. to access that. You have to have a corporate. You see, you have to pay attention to what's not being said. I'm telling you what you can't do. As an individual, you can't do that. So you're absolutely correct. And I'm going to borrow this from Gene Keating. You're absolutely 100% correct that he's getting ready to get in trouble. Because you can't do it how? As an individual. You can only do it as a corporate entity. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You can probably tell him that till he's blue in the face. He's on, he's like, you know... On the on the on the run doing this stuff, he's like addicted. He's, you know, uh, a lot of people that happens to them. They get all excited and think they're dis- discharging all their debt. They wait a few days, nothing happens, and they do some more, and then they start sharing the information with people. And before you know it, you know, give it a couple of weeks or a month or two, then see what happens. <laughs> when they get wind of it, they're going to come after him, and they're going to. Uh, you know, arrest him. The yeah, same with yeah. the OIB. The OIB yeah. people are giving back these huge checks. But, you know, after a while, 21 days later, the IRS was on a hunt for that money. Only 21 days, they was coming back for that money, snatching it out the account, um, charging people with uh, frivolous filing, uh, you name it. So. Yeah. You have to be careful because, you know, if you don't learn from your history, you're doomed to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, and that's so what I was true. telling one guy. I was, he was all in a panic trying to figure out how it works and stuff. And I told him, calm down, man. You're holding a loaded gun here. You know, saying that you saw a video is not going to be a legal defense. And this guy ain't going to come to your rescue when you're talking to the judge and you don't know what to say. You know, you need to, I told them, you know, find groups, find information. There's tons of it out there, but you need a foundation. You need to prepare your defense before you even get in trouble, you know? Exactly. You do your due diligence, and, you know, I have classes on on Saturday 
So I teach my uh, class herbs, IRV. You always investigate, research, and validate everything. Anything you want to know how to do, why don't you write a letter to that entity and ask what is the eligibility criteria? And then they'll they'll tell you what you need to do in order to do what it is that you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, and then you just got to figure out what they're trying to tell you and read between the lines and, you know, decipher Exactly. That's right, because they'll tell you you cannot use that account as an individual. But they're not saying that you can't use the account, period. They said you can't use it as an individual. So how would you use it? I just told you, you have to, it has to be a corporate entity. You would do it under your estate. So what? You become you 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 create a a, a corporation or an LLC or something? Or when you say you when you say your estate, I mean, what do you mean exactly? Okay, remember your all cap name is the unincorporated corporation. Mm-hmm. And and as long as you and I have been around. We know that Angela Stark estate is the estate of who? The decedent. Whose name is on the Social Security card? The decedent. Mm-hmm. So isn't that applicable to the estate of the decedent? That account belongs to the decedent. It belongs to the estate. It doesn't belong to the flesh and blood natural private man. So how do you create a corporation? The the, the, the way everybody else you don't does. Have or? To, Go ahead. You don't have to create it. Your corporation is already created. What you need to do is take control of it and become the uh-huh. duly authorized representative for it. Aha. Uh-huh. I see. So so, but how do you I get that? Take, Go ahead. I'm you sorry. Go ahead. Are you talking about like the DBA and stuff like that? The DBA and the become the name. No, 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 no. Because remember, keep in mind, I learned how to do this stuff before the DBA stuff, before the authentication of the birth certificate. I was we were doing this stuff like nine, ten years ago. But what I did learn to do was to make that all-cap name a trust. How do you do that? Oh, I claimed it on the UCC-1, and I put my birth name and put the word trust after it. And I became, because at the time, all we knew was the secure prime creditor. But trust had beneficiaries and heirs. So that's the mistake that I made, but I have a, I believe I did it back in November 2007. I claimed the name as a trust, but I signed 9H as the secure party when I should have been signing 9H as the exclusive sole heir and beneficiary to the name. So I can go back and correct that. That's why we have erasers on pencils. So when you make a mistake, Go back and correct it.
Whether All right, anybody trust. else? I'm sorry. Anybody else yeah, have a question? You. Raise your hand by pressing star eight. Uh, was that it for you, Great Kazoo? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Anybody else? Press star eight. Otherwise, uh, have at it, Truth. Okay, so like I said, I did this a long time ago. You know, when you're learning stuff, you uh, learn through trial and error. And experience is life's best teacher. So the only way you're going to learn how to do things and what not to do is by actually, you know, casting your net out there. But it's, it's very important that we start learning to uh, contact these people that we want to do business with. And when you're trying to access private funds, you need to know the protocol. And I'm using the word protocol, meaning the rules of the house. When in Rome, you do as the Romans do. You want to access those private funds, then you need to know the rules. So it's not that they can't be accessed. There's a protocol that must be followed. And if you're accessing these funds and you haven't followed the protocol, they're going to come holler at you. You're going to get a knock at the door. They're going to ask you a couple of questions that you can't answer, and you're going to get guest accommodations. So you have to a cot, guaranteed. Now you're accepting their benefit privilege to be arrested. So you don't have to go through all of that. You can find out the right way to do it the first time. Because I'm not trying to go to jail to provide it. (laughs) How How do you find out how to do it right the first time? Well, as I previously stated, why don't you write the organization that you, you want to do business with? If I want to know how to access my Federal Reserve account, after I fill out the paperwork and I send it in and they acquiesce, now I need to know the next step. How do I start it, start discharging debt? Because pursuant to HDR 192, until they put us back on the gold and silver standard, they have to discharge our debt dollar for dollar. Have you done it? And they it? have to see it. Huh? Have you done it? Discharged any I debt? Used... Yeah. You know I have. I told you, uh-huh. um, I meant to send you, the, uh, um, send you my friend's uh, test, test lien release from the state of Michigan. Uh, I don't recall. No, I said I meant, meant to send it to you. You don't have it. Oh, okay, because yeah, I don't recall getting it. Good. Well, right. send it to you. Because, but anyway. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we use Go. the M1 bomb to uh, discharge debt. So. Say that again. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm struggling to hear you. I mean, it's, I'm you? really... <laughs> Are you on a no. speakerphone? Oh. No, but my volume is maxed. My volume is maxed up. I can't put it on speaker. No, don't do that. 
Or go ahead, try it, then maybe it's better. Okay, can you hear me better now? It's about the same. Oh, okay. But what I was saying is there's ways to discharge debt that's provided for us, but we refuse to do our research, investigation, and validation so you're not aware that it's out there. You don't even have to write an instrument. The instrument is already provided for you. And which instrument is that? It's called the Swiss Endo Debt Liberation Certificate, also known as the M1 Bond. The M1 what? Bond. Bond, okay. And where do you find that? It's online. Okay. And it's issued it's issued from the Vatican. Hmm. Wow. I have to check that out. M one bond issued from the Vatican. Right. Six countries back that bond. Six different countries. And I believe you can uh, discharge up to uh, $2 billion worth of debt. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, well, really? maybe uh, Great Gazoo should tell this guy to look into M1 bond issued from the Vatican. Well, the information is out there for anybody that wants to do their research and find out how to use it and discharge any debt, the information is out there. You can use it for any debt, any debt. I'm looking right now. I did a search on M1 Bond. Uh, right. Swiss Indo News. I'm sorry? That's it. Yes, you can do the debt liberation certificate as well. Um, Neo, the United Kingdom of God, Sky, Earth, Swiss Indo World Trust, International Orbit. What the hell is this? That's what the is bond this? is discharging debt. Oh, it. my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, UN, Swiss Indo Global Debt Burden Liberation. Download your DBLC. Click here for English version. Okay. Here, wait. Let me put the the link to this in the chat so that people can see what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's interesting, isn't it? I have to get into this one. Click here for English version. Okay, let me do that. Hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No problem. See, I, I couldn't tell you about it if we hadn't first used it. But I have evidence that it works. And is there an instructions in here on how to do it? Yes, it's on the face of the bond. Okay, because I, uh, I downloaded the English version. I haven't read anything yet. I'm just looking. It's got... United Nations stamp on there and all kinds of different stamps and Board Association International Document, Crown Council. 
Oh. World Bank, Union Bank of Metal, Switzerland. I have to look into this. I'll have to read this. I'm not going to put down this page. (laughs) That looks amazing. All these countries are doing this? No, all those countries are backing that bond. That's what makes it good. Uh, I see. Debt Bird Liberation and Voucher M1 Master Bond. UNS M1 Voucher Basic Income Cannot Be Stopped. Global Media Release. UN Swiss Indo M1 Voucher Basic Income is Coming to an Indonesia Indonesia Media Release. For immediate release, Saving Grace, World Debt Burden Liberation has arrived. um, I had to cough, sorry. (laughs) Indonesia March (laughs) Indonesia March ten, twenty sixteen. The United Nations Swiss Indo Board Association of International Document Crown Council. X one 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 dash XX that's Roman numerals, I guess. Release the final act on February 11, 2016, to provide debt liberation for the world, as directed by King of Kailasa, Kailasa Bapak, Sino, I can't read all that, whatever that country is. It's AKA M1, uh, a descendant of King Solomon's bloodline, now known to the world as HM Mr. A1 Sino, and a whole bunch of stuff, letters, and uh, heart. And, uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't understand. Yes, I can't read it. Yeah, Top read president. It. Keep uh, it yeah. To how much? How much debt you can discharge? Keep reading till you get down to okay. that part. All right. Top president of Swiss Indo World Trust International Orbit, and greatest president of the United Nations. A World Debt Burden Liberation Certificate as a Return of the Decree Letter of Appointment, SK, as members of the World Defense and Police Forces, public servants of the world, to the owners of the said decree letter, the Bank of Indonesia, and the top prime banks of the world are released equally of burden from the release and liberation of the burden of debt and freed from all related collateral agents. This debt relief initiated is now here for the entire world population of over 7 billion by way of official announcement, debt burden and liberation, and voucher M1 master bond as human obligation P1.PKC blah, 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 by Ratu, blah, 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 by all these names. The attached certification can be validly circulated to the related parties as part of Global Monetary Fund 1, M1, Secret, Secret Control Monetary Finance System, highest institute of top country of the parent body, LTIN-LTIB, highest institution of the top nation. The United Country of the Republic of Indonesia, Code Zurich, blah, 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 approval and amendment of heavy freedom, Republic of Indonesia's 
Indonesia of 17 8 2015 uh, oh, date okay basil tulangin a all these numbers I don't know what that all stands for M1's role is a private and sacred agreement between the generations of ancestors as a mandate under the FLO and Board Association of International Document uh, to that stands uh, in parentheses it says Diwan Itikan International Document to hold the combined wealth under one signature in order to bypass disputes and return the wealth to the people equally. This action is in accord with the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights proclaimed by the United Nations General Assembly in Paris on 10 December 1948 General Assembly Resolution 217A as a common standard of achievements for all peoples and all nations. I don't understand any of that. Okay, then it says official so announcement. Use it, it's bloodless. Anybody can use it. It's bloodless. That means right. that the bond is global. Anybody can discharge debt with it. Huh. Official announcement, World Debt Burden Liberation, Neo Media Release, uh, March 10, 2016, by Kimmery Teeter, contact HM India Merkison, UN Swiss Indo Communications, got all those numbers, got media release here, uh, United Nations Swiss Board Association of International Document Crown Council, blah, 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 released the final act on February 11, 2016, to provide debt liberation for the world, as directed by King of Kailasa. Whatever, a descendant of King Solomon bloodline, now known to the world as HM Mr. Blah 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 Blah, top president. This is all, you know, gibberish to me. I mean, I know it's not, but I mean, I don't have the kind of a mind that can grasp what they're saying. I mean, they're not saying anything to me as far as I'm concerned. Where does it say, I mean, there's all kinds of links. I don't know what that is. I'm just going to take an extra amount of research to figure out what this is saying. It's got a big old star of David in the middle of that patch. Yeah, I'm, I was going to um, uh, send you a. Uh, I'm going to send you a copy of the bond itself, and it tells you the amount of the debt. That you can discharge. And that's, that's, that's your what source I documents. There's the links here. It says source documents to visit, and they're down at the bottom, well, the lower portion. But uh, I'll watch for it. You're going to send it to me via email or or Skype? Um, right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, you don't have to do it right now. My, yeah. You're reading the uh, the you know. uh, announcement yeah. of the bond, and I wanted you to pull up the bond, so I have to go to the link to pull the bond up so I can send you that. There's That's a couple of links at the bottom of the page here, and it says the debt burden liberation's first success story. Here it comes. And then it says Indonesia's national debt. Right here. 
the Dead Bird Liberations for Success story from the desk of the Honorable WPM of Military. I have her permission to share it with you all. First, these were submitted to the bank regarding the alleged debt, and there's documents posted here. Wow. Announces the release of the human obligation in one bo- This is going to take some uh, study. There's a lot. I'm not going to read all of this. The history oh, of inspiration. It sounds beautiful. Visit the other media. I mean, I, and this is all sanctioned by the United Nations? Yes. And I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. I'm going to have to research this more. Everybody should do the same thing. We should all work together and study it and come have another uh, talk to you and, and uh, discuss what we've discovered and how it should work for us. That's really cool. If that's true. <laughs> it is. Looks pretty legitimate from here, but I need to understand it better, and I don't. Right. That's that's why I just emailed you the link, and I'm going to Skype it to you as well. Okay. Because I want you, to, I definitely want you to uh, have a copy of the bond. Because yeah, here it shows. Go ahead. This is how we use it. Remember, um, the last call I told you we only have three documents. We have the statement for the debt that you're discharging. We have the Swiss Endo. And we have a cover letter instructing them what you want them to do with it, how you want the debt discharged, especially if it's a recurring bill, like a credit card bill. So now you can have the, the document itself in your Skype and email. But that's, you only need three documents. You need the cover letter, you need the statement of the account that you're discharging, and you need a copy of the bond. And you discharge the debt. So all these people that's writing stuff, you don't have to because a way has been provided for us to discharge debt, but we don't know what it is. And it, you can't get in trouble for it because you're not the, the maker of the instrument. You're not you're just using it. And it's for the entire world. It's not just for you. It's for the entire world. That's, that's, I think they showed me because like that's it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did it. It worked. That's all I can tell you. It worked. Well, it looks like here that, that it works. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, documents. There's a Capital One bill, I think. And uh, wait, i got to open these things up. There's six documents, seven documents. Let's see. Um, let me just read this one that's from Capital One. And, of course, it's sideways. God, why did... Oh, God. How do I turn it around? Um, You write this. On uh, the dot, and it's, it should give you the option to uh, rotate counterclockwise. Uh, 
Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll read it sideways. <clears throat> it's from Capital One. It says, Dear Tracy, thank you for contacting us about your Capital One account. We have recently been asked to update the account by a third party. Due to privacy laws, we need your consent. Wait a minute. Uh, third party. Due to well, we need your consent to fulfill this request, you can either call to have your request completed, or if you prefer, send us documentation showing that the third party has power of attorney or a signed letter of consent allowing us to release or charge your change your account. Mail your documents to Capital One. You are a valued customer, and we thank you for choosing Capital One. If you have any questions, please call, blah, blah, blah. Sincerely, Capital One. This letter is for informational purposes only, and it's not an attempt to collect the debt. Any, what is that? I can't read. Okay, now let me explain to you what's happening. Say, for instance, you have a credit card and you don't have the money to pay it, and right. I want to pay it for you. Capital One right. is not going to allow me to pay that debt for you unless you're on the phone with me, giving them authorization to access your account and allow me to use my credit card or debit card to pay your debt. So that's where the third party comes in because I'm not a part of your contract with Capital One. And because of privacy laws, I just can't call Capital One with your information and pay your bill. You have to be on the phone or you have to have sent them a letter authorizing me to do it for you. So right. oh. now if you go back to, and reread what you just said, they want a 2848. What's the power of attorney for the IRS? A 2848. Oh wait, is that what they wanted? Yeah, well, it didn't that's say the that. It just said, of it just mail your Remember? documents to yeah. Well, Amy Lewis, voicemail, three eleven p.m. I guess. Yeah, twenty eight forty eight is a document, isn't it? Yeah. What? Okay, but where is Remember it? Is it Frank? here? Wait, they didn't put no, it on here. No, we have to. Um, you have to go to, uh, you know, the irs.gov and download it. Now, remember, oh. uh, Great Kazoo, his first question was, well, not his first question, but we were talking about, uh, see, I just lost my train of thought. I can't believe that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me we every day. <laughs> yeah, we we talking about this guy uh, hitting it, the uh, Federal Reserve account from the letter on the back of the social. Right. Okay. Well, you know, as an individual, you can't do that. Okay? And remember, that's what I kept emphasizing. I said, as an individual, you can't do that. Well, I'm not saying it can't be done. It's up to you to find out, well, how can it be done? That's the point I'm trying to make. So they're telling you, if you want to use the bond, you need to send a twenty-eight forty-eight with it, giving them authorization to negotiate it for you. Because does the IRS accept bonds? 
Yes, they do. Make them your fiduciary to settle and close the account. So it has to be, they have to have some evidence that they have authorization. They can't do anything without your authorization. And the 2848 is your authorization for the IRS to discharge that debt, whatever it is. If it's a mortgage, a car note, a tax lien, hospital bill, student loan, credit card. It has to have a 2848 with it. Each statement to have a 2848 because they're different accounts. So does that help? Yeah, I'm still looking. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to go in depth in this thing here. I can tell by That's the really client that you still reading. Yeah, I am. Well, there's a lot to go through here. You know, a bunch of different documents, and um, so also somebody put a uh, uh, who has it put a link in here. Um, um, Grantor seventy seven put a link in here. Uh, there's a YouTube video about it. Of course, so, but the YouTube video is not. They're not going to tell you what I'm telling you. Every yeah, no. statement. It says here, status update. To... That's all it says. Status right. update, coffee and bills. That's all it says. So. Oh, but no, every wait, bill I'm... that you want to discharge, you need a copy of the bond to accompany that specific and particular bill. So you need multiple copies. Make a list of all your debts and make sure you have a copy of of the bond for each statement. You have a copy of a 2848 for each statement. That's the authorization for them to negotiate and contact that vendor. It is Capital One, American Express, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, whomever. You could discharge your taxes, even if they're to negotiate the bond for themselves. The IRS is your fiduciary. Hmm. That's really interesting. I'm going to look into this more. It's really... Hmm. Right. I and wonder if no this, does this have anything to do with that? Um, remember that there was... Um, what's that guy's name? Um, and he was like the... But there was uh, uh, Reagan had a you know like a billions of dollars or something set aside for the people and that guy what the hell was that back when I forget what that was called do you remember what I'm talking about vaguely God God, what was that guy's name he was on the radio a lot on Alex Jones Wanta yeah Leo Wanta Thank you, Grantor. <laughs> Remember Leo wanted, and he had access, or, or was supposed to have access to all these uh, bonds or something like that. They were supposed to be released. 
I wonder if this has something to do with that. Because how does, I mean, that I don't care what you say about the United Nations. Uh, they aren't going to relieve anybody's debt like that for no reason. There's got to be, I mean, I don't know. We got. I got to do more research into it. Well, it's not. It's not exclusively the United Nations. It's six different countries. Right, United right. Nations is It's a hundred and ninety-seven members member nation now. It's one hundred and ninety-seven different countries as member nations of the United Nations. So it's not the United Nations per se. It's their members that want this, and the Pope sanctions it. Uh, is that the is there one of his a, seals? Are one of his seals yeah, on that document? Uh, a year of jubilee. Remember, you know what jubilee is. Every fifty years, everybody's debts are forgiven. Well, it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. I don't know well, if that, it has. That's what, but. That's what this. Uh, that's what that bond is for. It's so everybody's debt can be forgiven. <laughs> Well, how come this isn't like front page news and on all the media and all like that? And any, how come this is the first I'm, we're hearing of it? How long have you known about it? This when uh, when did this happen? We started using the bond last 9th? year. Yeah, March ninth, twenty sixteen. It says right. We start using it in uh, February twenty sixteen. That's when it became active and you could start discharging debt. Well, why would I tell you about something that I have no evidence of? That's what people do all the time. But I have evidence of it now. It's a difference, don't you think? Well, it looks, yeah. (laughs) I could tell you about it, and I, I don't have proof that it works. But now I can tell you about it, and I have evidence that it works. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, go <laughs> ahead. You've got the floor. Go ahead and talk about yes. it if you like. Um, I'm not interested in talking about it because, see, that's people's problem. They want the shortcut. They want the short version. You know, I can give you oh. another example. My son, when he gets in trouble... He wants me to give him the step-by-step process to beat a, a law school attorney in court, but my son personally is a high school dropout, and I can't in good conscience allow him to do that because then he's going to be in that guy's face. Yeah, I kicked your butt. You went to law school, and I didn't. So we have to be accountable and responsible for the decisions we make Too often, people want to take advantage of my education without doing the investigation for themselves. And uh, that's what's happening with that guy that's uh, telling everybody how to do it. People are just following what he's doing. They have no clue what they're doing, probably. And they're going to have help to pay when the time comes. It's called the monkey-see-monkey-do syndrome. And I don't want that for people. I want, when you do something, I want you to know why you're doing it and what allows you to do it and what allows you not to suffer any repercussion from it. You don't need to be doing nothing that's going to put you at risk of being incarcerated. 
So that's that's the thing. They're going to see how many people are going to follow him. And remember, they make money for for bonds on on prison bonds. Those are debt instruments. The more people they lock up, the more debt instruments they generate. Why would you contribute to their criminality? They've been doing this for years, locking us up. You have a right to discharge your debt, but there's a proper way to do it. You can't just do it any any kind of way because you know about the uh, the ADA number on the back of the Social Security bond. That Social Security uh, card is not yours. You Have you claimed it? To be yours, have you claimed it to be the duly authorized representative of it? It's no. theirs. They they created it. They can regulate what they create. It goes back to driving. They created that word. We're travelers. They don't have jurisdiction over travel. They have jurisdiction over driving. They don't have jurisdiction if you claim that number and bring it into the private. But as long as it's issued the way it is, it's their property. Now it's just like a copyright infringement or a trademark infringement. They're going to come after you for that because you didn't follow the steps that you needed to secure that number. So, of course, it works, but what's the repercussion behind it? What allows you to do that? Where's your evidence that you claim that number? Yeah, there is. is it, there's. I haven't claimed it formally. So why would you be discharging debt using their number? Like they're not going to do anything about it. I wouldn't. Remember, everything they're doing for us is in a trust relation. And until you let the alien custodian know that I am no longer a minor, I don't need a guardian, and I want a full accounting of every administration from the time I've been born, what am I saying? We're talking about presidential administration. In equity, when the true beneficiary shows up, all administration ceases. Well, who's telling you that they're referencing presidential administration? I'm telling you that. Because when the true beneficiary shows up, and it's no longer lost at sea. All administration ceases, and you can get a full accounting of your trust account that was created at your birth from the presidential administration from the time you were born to the presidential administration that we have now. Nobody thinking that. We have a hand up. Northeast Ohio has a question. You want to take a question? Sure. Northeast Ohio, you've been unmuted. Did you have a question for Truth? Sure. Uh, first of all, uh, she does sound like sometimes she's garbled in that, and I couldn't understand her myself. Well, I yeah. thought you meant the uh, M1 bonds, the Miller Act bonds. Then as I listened more and more, you were talking about another one, that Vatican, you're yeah. saying the M1 bond? No, yeah, I said the... The M1 was sanctioned 
by the Vatican. Okay. Now, is this Are you sort a- of uh, an overflow of Pastor Tony's teachings? No. I, beg your- I beg your pardon. Is no. what you're no. saying now with this, is this an overflow of what Pastor Tony was teaching? No. Pastor Tony teaches the GSA bonds. Is that correct? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't go to his classes. Oh, so now you're speaking about something you don't know. How 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 does that work? Well, that's how you find out things, isn't it? No, that is not how you find out things. Let me give you a history. I learned about the GSA bonds from Gene Keating. Gene Keating taught us about those bonds backing every court case, the Miller uh, Act and all of that. And, yes, Pastor Tony taught the same thing. But I learned it. Yes, but I learned it from Gene Keating, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And I I could support Pastor Tony's teaching because I investigated everything Gene taught us. That's one of the things Gene does. He tells you, don't take his word for it. Validate it. Well, I don't take any of them word for it. I mean, without uh, first looking at, you know, after that, looking it up. You know, if he says something and Gene Keaton says something, then you go look it up, see if it's true. What? That's true for any of us. That's, That's correct. all yes. I'm saying. Uh, the other thing is, uh, why would the Vatican discharge your debt? Why wouldn't uh, Bank of England, which is actually the clearinghouse for everything that goes into the Vatican? They're That's more not the true. Jewish line who would follow the year of Jubilee anyhow. That's not true. See, you have some misinformation right there. Do you know what the largest bank in the world is? I would say the Swiss banks. Settlements bank? Swiss settlements? Yeah. It's part of the name. The BIS is the Bank of International Settlement, and yes, it is a Swiss bank. But it's the bank that the banks bank at. You understand what I'm saying? It's not for individuals either. You have to be a bank to have an account with the BIS. And they do trillion-dollar transactions every 17 seconds. Now, you need to do your research. Do not take my word for this. Well, I tried to look up you what you were trying to give to Angela. I picked up something, but I, as Angela was reading, what I was um, searching through, it didn't come up as word per word. It had some of it, although I put in here now the Vatican Bank and that, but uh, I'm trying to follow along. I didn't get it exactly okay. the way you had said it. Although you're, you're kind of garbled, I'm, I'm missing certain things. I'll have to see if I can pick it up better on uh, replay uh, tomorrow, maybe. What what I'm telling you to do, I sent Angela the link. Angela posted the link. Go to those links and do your own research. Yeah, then well, I'm only doing that. Uh, when you did the UCC, did you also file your um, 
security agreement and all that on it? Yes, I did. Okay. And then after you, you gave record of that, then you started discharging it through your records that you gave them that you had it filed with the UCC? No, I did not. Okay. Okay. Well, that's enough. I, I appreciate it. Thanks, um, Truth. You're so welcome. Thank you for coming on. Anybody else? Press star eight, and that'll mute you out. Uh, I mean, <laughs> put your hand up. Okay. Uh, all right, Donaldson, you've been unmuted. Did you have a question for Truth? Well, I guess not. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, anybody else? Press star eight, and that'll put your hand up. All right, Donaldson. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Hello? Hello. Good. Yeah. Greetings. Angela, why are, are you... you? Uh, don't don't mute my chat anymore. I haven't done anything. Oh, yeah, I'll mute it. you. I'll mute you no, whenever it, I want no. to. If you're disru- no, if you're disrupting the chat, I am not going to have you do that. Okay? I am trying to conduct a call here where everybody's going to benefit from it, and you're throwing in all this crap distraction. No, not going to do it. It's my call. You want to do that? Get your own call. Okay? Thank you. Next up, anybody? Okay. It's trying to remind you. You remember the guy back in the day when we used to do calls and he used to be making noises in the background? Yes, and cat meowing and all like that, you know. Yeah. He it, That's what it's like when he's typing stuff, you know, links, go look at this and do that, and he's arguing with people in the chat. I don't want that. I'll mute everybody. I don't care. I want to have a constructive call here, not one that's, you know, too hard to understand because you're doing all this garbage. Right, and you need to stick to the subject matter. We're trying to show you that there's a remedy for you to discharge debt. If you don't want to know it, then you have the prerogative to hang up the phone. Why would you disrupt the call to keep other people who want to know this information from learning? That's not fair. All right, best nine, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Truth. I didn't mean to step on you. Got about four people with their hands up now. So, (laughs) guest nine, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes. Now we can. Okay. I'm Kim from Chicago. Um, And to that other caller, he's just a distraction. This must be some real good information as well as a distraction. But I had a question um, from the previous call in regards to the private status. Since there's no form for the private citizen, uh, when you notify these entities or you get rid of the guardianship over you, uh, is that done? Um, I guess I'm trying to ask, since there's no form and you don't put your public, your private um, papers in the public, how do you address them if they're not going to respond? Is that administrative process or in order to receive yes, your account? 
Okay. And you have to you have to send them some type of public communication because they have to acquiesce. They can't acknowledge that what you're doing is correct. Let me give you an example. When we set up our Federal Reserve account, which the young man on YouTube is using presently, they acquiesced. They never said your account is established and you can begin using it. Okay, so we didn't write them back. Remember, I told you we did this in 2008. We didn't write them back and ask them what's the next step so we could start utilizing that account and discharging debt. I just found that information out this year that they don't allow individuals to use that account. Well, from 2008 to 2017 is nine years. So it's taken me nine years to find out that only my estate can set up a checking account and I can use the ABA number, my Social Security number, and have checks made up and discharge that. I just found that out this year, but the account's been established nine years ago. Oh, well, you sent it in, but you didn't get a response. Okay. Right. So when you send when you send the alien custodian a letter, who is the president of the United States, he's not gonna write you back. Correct. He he can't afford to. So now he has to acquiesce. And then you do your notice of fault with opportunity to cure. And when he doesn't respond to that, then you do your notice of default. And you know that the guardianship has been terminated over your trust account, which was established at your birth. And then that's what happens. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. And then that's when what? You asked what is the next step since there since you acquiesced to what I was asking you and there's a default in, then that's when you you're saying now that you realize that you have to call I me, mean, write another letter to ask them what is the next step. Right. Because now you can start writing negotiable instruments and the US Treasury has to uh monetize that instrument. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with people who sent bonds to Treasury, and Treasury negotiated the bonds. That means they monetized them. Treasury will contact the maker of the bond, and they're going to ask you a question. What would you like for us to do with the money? What do you think most people say? I want you to put the money in this bank account. Treasury does as they're instructed. They put the money in the bank account. 24 hours later, they take it. 72 hours after that, you're locked up. Why? Because you just commingle the public and the private. You can't bring money from the private and put it in a public bank account. Correct. Who knows Who's being taught that? Right, and I, you're I, not I, doing. Go ahead. 
No, I, I'm understanding what you're saying because I've done that same thing when you said set up the account with the Treasury, you know, about five years ago or something. But like you said, that we didn't go back and ask those questions. And then now you're in a situation where um, I need to know. You're being charged with a crime. You're being charged with a crime because you co-mingled. Right. Because even if you're trying to, because I've also heard of processes, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with the processes of going into court. Now that's what I get confused because I know sometimes I go back into this public-private thing. Now, if you're even going into court to ask for the money on, I mean, to ask for your accounts to be given back to you, that's still private things that you're trying to bring into the public. So how would they actually do that? Is that what you mean that they're they're going to do it? and set up an LLC, or you have to set up an LLC for yourself? The court does it for you, but it's not the court. Now, remember, everybody knows where the public libraries are. Could you answer this question for me? Where's the private library? Do you know the answer? Well, is it in the same place, but in the... No. Mm-mm. In this instance, no. the private library is in federal court builder. Just FYI. Okay. But who who asked that question? Everybody well, accepts that. the public library, but where's the private library? Okay. There are books in the federal courthouse, trust me, you have to scan them. It's just like going to the uh, National Archives. When you go in there, you have to scan documents because they're not going to let you bring that stuff out of there. Mm, okay. I didn't even know there was a private library in there. Uh, well, yeah, because the judges have access to it. Just that. Well, you but have. if it's private, are they going to let you go in there? It's our, it's our courthouse. Remember now, the building belongs to the people. And right. unless that building was ceded to the federal court by the state, that building, you have access to the information, but it's called, um, when I was coming up, it was called a closed shelf, which means that those are books you can read, but you can't take them out. You can't check them out. Right. You have to read them while you're there. So and if you want to go to the National Archives again, for example, you'll probably have to go every day because you'll be scanning documents every day to get the information that you want. But you can scan it, but you can't take those books out of the archives. But the right. information is there if you want to use it. Okay. Well, I thank you so much, and I appreciate Wait um, just a minute. You were sick yesterday. You used to what? Say that again. I can understand you started to say, I used to what? Oh, no, I used to work at the National Archives before, you know, back in the day. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Honey, email me ASAP. That's all I wanted you to clarify. Email me ASAP because it's some information I definitely want. And maybe you can tell me the correct way to get it because when I went down there, I filled out the papers. And I haven't heard from them in two months. They still refuse to give me, like uh, Commissioner V. Acker. I want a certified copy 
of that Supreme Court case that says we don't have to pay income taxes. Now they want to get all in my business and say, what you want the case for? I want it for <laughs> educational purposes. I really do. But right. they haven't given it to me. But that is the Supreme Court case. You could pull up on the Internet, but I need a certified copy of it. So what please you email me. Okay, Does she okay. have your email, Truth? Do you have her yeah. email? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, good. this is Kim from Chicago. I, 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 um, the one you couldn't get in touch with. <laughs> oh, okay. The lady I called three times and didn't answer the phone. Yeah. No, no, uh, I can see it. It didn't come up. I'm sorry. I, I, was, I like that cry, I'm going to tell you, because I've been wanting to get in touch with you for so long. So I will email you. I will email you. Okay, you have to realize this call, Angela's people email me instantly, and I'm on my computer day and night trying to respond to them. Now, if anybody on the call, they can tell you, if they email me, I try to get back with them ASAP. So if you contact me, I will attempt to contact you, but I can't continue to contact you and you're not answering the phone because there's somebody else waiting in the wings. And I oh, have to better Maybe you should set up a time to call so that you guys don't miss each other. Well, no, everybody's in a different time zone. Yeah. Think about what you just said. Everybody's in a different time zone. So yeah. when I when I contact them, I said, send me your phone number, time zone, and the best time to call. Okay. So if you if you want me to call you, send me your time zone, the best time to call, along with your phone number. There you go. I'll do because that. I'm constantly, you. yeah, I'm constantly moving around from state to state. Okay. So I'm constantly in different time zones. So if that's crucial for me, I have to know the time zone I need to reach you in. But thank you so much. I am so glad that you uh you know, I want to make you part of my team. I want to tell you what we're doing. Look, I, look, I tell you, I, I literally had tears when I got your message because I was like, I'm not going to even get to talk. But I know, but when I uh, seen that Angela was going to have you on again, I said, I'll get a chance. Grace is something else. <laughs> but I'll email you. I won't take up no more time. Thank you so okay. much, Kim. You're welcome. All right, next Thank up. You. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, Southeast Texas, you're, you've been unmuted. Angela, I can still hear the applause of what you said a while ago about somebody getting their own show. Thank you so oh, yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't hear it. I, I'm, I can hear the applause. But anyway, I, uh, I can attest that truth. You email her, she gets back to you sooner than you would think. Well, most people, anyway. Uh, you're really good about it. Yeah, because I'm here because of you. Uh, so I hope we get a chance to meet. I'm here in Texas because of you. Oh. I, I, I can't afford to walk down the road. But anyway, what I wanted to ask you, Truth, I would love to meet you, too. Uh, like, you know, I sent you the property tax stuff. And... That paper doesn't make any sense to me at all, and it's, it's not verified under pains and penalties of perjury that there's any debt. There's, 
when you when you do these uh, things you're talking about, discharging the debt, do you have to have something from who's making the claim that it's uh, that you really owe it under pains and penalties of perjury? They're making a claim. They're not going to send you a, a verified statement. No, yeah, you don't have to have got, it. I haven't got one. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, okay, you're going to take the path of least resistance. They allege you owe a debt. You and I know there is no money, so how can right. you pay it? Right. But if a way has been provided for you to discharge their alleged debt, wouldn't that be the path of least resistance? Right. Is that the M1 thing you're talking about? Of course. Okay. Well, I, could I point them, someone as a trustee, whoever started that crap, just appoint them as trustee and say, you know, take care of that for me? Do the M1 Exactly. Thing. Just, That's just exactly. Just send Make a letter saying, hi, saying, "Hey, you started, you started this case. You used, you used the, you used the name. I didn't. Uh, you're since you started it, I'm appointing you as trustee. You take care of it with the M1 bond. Is that all I need to exactly. say? Pretty much. Except pretty you much? need a, uh, yeah, pretty much." That's how you do it. You make them the fiduciary because now the trustee, that's what you're missing, the Form 56. Uh, you get them the 2848, the Form 56, the M1 bond, and the bill, and that letter that you just stated, yeah. and everything ought to go away. In other words, send them the forms uh, blank, let them fill them out? It's, 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 you have to fill out the form fifty six appointing them fiduciary in the twenty eight forty eight is the authorization form for the, them to negotiate that bond. And, and I don't even use the name. Uh, you know, it's theirs. I quit using it twelve years ago. That they they use yeah, it on that we, paper. Huh? We do a name change. Uh, I have a. Let me stop saying everything we got. <laughs> but you do a name change. You do a name change from the all caps to the upper and lower. So, okay, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Uh, so you just do a name change from the all caps to the upper and lower. So now everything that comes to you in the all caps, you know that's not yours. I don't even have I don't even have a mailbox. I told them I said if you want to talk to me, the man, you come and talk to me. Now no one's come to me, no man and a woman has come to me and say, hey, you owe a debt. They send a they send a, a constable out here with that piece of paper, those pieces of paper, and I, I can't I can't make heads or tail out of them. And I got a friend of mine. We've been studying law for thirty five years. He can't make he can't make much out of it. It's 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 goggly goop legalese. Uh, I I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. Well, like you said, in Texas, huh? you're in a unique position that I'm going to discuss with you privately because I have maybe five people here in Texas that I need to you know reach out to 
you're in a very unique position. They will not bother you after we get through filing the paperwork that I'm going to do for you. Like I said, I can't afford to walk down the road. It's bad here, man, really. But I appreciate your help that you're offering. I would sure love to love to know more about this and be able to walk it and talk it. Well, you better because I'm not going to be here every time somebody walks on that property and knocks on your door. So you better learn how to walk it and talk it. And that you got first class round trip airfare for me to come from Hawaii because that's where I'm headed. When I leave here and go to California, I'm going to Hawaii. Now, if you got round trip airfare for me first class, I'll be right back. Yeah, like I said, I can't afford to walk down the road. <laughs> okay, so you better learn this stuff while I'm here. How about that? Now, how are we? How are we going to do this? Email me and you'll find out. I'm okay. here for you. Did you okay. understand that? I'm here for you. Okay. So I'll I'll get to you. I've come this far. I can come the rest of the way. I'll email you. You, you. Do you know? Remember who who I am? Who I am? Of course I, I do. Okay, <laughs> you got a good memory. I, you'll have to to nope. remember all this stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> but thank you for thinking that. But that's not true. <laughs> I wish I did. I have well, those senior moments. I believe. <laughs> I believe you have a better memory than me. Let me put it that way. Cause like, like, like. Uh, she does. She has a good memory. Yeah, like, like uh, Angela's saying. She said, "I'm gonna have to check this stuff out. I'm having the same problem." Yeah, but well, you know. I have the want. I have the want to. I just don't have the box to. You know. Like I said, I can't afford to walk down the road, and this. And I'm not poor, man. It's just pitiful the way the economy has gotten. It's just pitiful. I've never seen it like this. But anyway. But well, everything is done by design. It's not an accident. Everything is done by design. So. Yeah. Anyway, just I, be I, aware. All right. Well, I, I get, hope you guys I, meet I'll up with you. somehow and get together and, and you, you yeah. benefit. Okay, I think I've taken up enough time. Appreciate it, Truth. Thank you, Angela. God bless me all. Oh, have a, thank have a you. Okay. You have you have a good weekend. Thank you. All, all right. right. Next. <laughs> next call. Next up. <laughs> yeah. Next up is uh, well, guest eleven. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Aloha, everybody. How how's everybody doing? Good. Good. Well, How are you? Good. Doing great. This is uh, Carl. Um, I got a question, uh, Truth. What is basic income? It's the bare minimum. Uh, remember when I, I made the statement when uh, the true beneficiary shows up, all administration ceases, and they never tell you that the administrations are presidential? The basic intel is when the true beneficiary shows up, all administration ceases. But who asks what administration is that? You understand? No, I'm not following. What is basic income? 
Oh, you said basic income? I'm sorry, I thought you said intel. No, no, I thought, can, can you hear me clearly? I I hear you clearly now. Uh, income, they, they have no definition for income. No, no, You're no, being no, no. compensated. That, that wasn't my question, I apologize. What What is basic income? That's what's all over this uh, Swiss Indo site that you mentioned? Right. Actually, there is no income. It's compensation. You have a okay, right so, to work. I, I'm sorry. I just I'm trying to figure this out. It says uh, basic income cannot be stopped, and I'm wondering what basic income is. And I'm telling you, it's compensation. Oh, it's compensation. Okay. It's compensation for a service you provide to somebody else. So I'm being compensated by somebody else? Right. You go on a job, that's not income, it's compensation. You agree to give them your time, they agree to compensate you X amount of dollars per hour. That's not income, that's a compensation. No, I'm, I'm just trying to, to make sense out of this site. That you know, you know yeah. can you hear me? Yes. Oh, I just, you know, I, I Googled basic income, and I came upon a page called basicincome.org. And it says right, about basic... My, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It says uh, about basic income. A basic income is a periodic cash payment unconditionally delivered to all on an individual basis without means, test, or work requirements. I right, think and I that's saw, what they're referring to on that website. Right, and I saw Jay Nothing, and thank you to Jay Nothing for putting that in the chat earlier. Um, it, to me, I mean, I just got to go out on a limb. It just sounds like socialism, but uh, mm. maybe I'm wrong. Um, just a thought. I, I just, it, yeah. I didn't know what this basic income was, and just uh, it sounds a little. It's different than what we would think it is. The well, one on know, that page that what they're saying, yeah. Because right, well, I would just go back on what Truth was saying about, um, you know, being compensated. And if I'm being compensated, well, who's doing the compensation? And is that uh, could that be considered a, a master? And am I expected to serve two masters? That's all. Thank of you course you're expected to, but you know better than to. You're expected to serve two masters. The government wants to be your master. But actually, we created them. They didn't create us. They're, they're our servants. They're not our masters. Well, I guess... Remember? I'm not, talking, the I'm, 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 I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the Swiss and those situation here where I guess they're... That's my um, Yes, it is, but just because it, it deals with communism and socialism, you're not going to discharge these alleged debts that the United States have are placed on you? I'm just asking. It oh, is. It's communism. It's socialism. Yes, it is. But are you not going to use it to zero out accounts? Um, you know, that's well, a good question. I wanted to ask, are you, I mean, it's, it's, um, I haven't done the research. I got to do more research into this. And, oh, yeah, and look. But I mean, is it, are you liable? Or are you subject to, are you under their thumb if you go for this and you, you no. uh, apply it? 
Okay. You, you use that, electricity. I, yeah. Are you, are you liable for anything that happens when you turn that switch on? When you uh, when you turn your lights on, are you liable for the electricity? Just yeah. Because you use it. No, yeah. you're not. The company is. <laughs> well, but I have the to owner. pay the company, right? Everything is prepaid, and that's what we have to learn. We have to have. Uh, we need meantime. to understand because of, yeah. In the meantime, until you know better and can do right. better, you have to come to the system. But all our debt is prepaid. If they're managing a trust account for us, and we're supposed to be trust babies, as it were, and nobody's accessing their trust because they've never terminated the guardianship. Well, if I could, I'd like to just. I'd just like to go back to one thing, and this comes from what uh, um, Angela had read and what um, uh, Jay Nothing had wrote earlier, and it was uh, basically income as periodic case payment unconditionally delivered to all on an individual basis without means, test, or work requirement on an individual basis. Okay, well, um, I guess that boils down to whether or not you like to call yourself or have other people call you an individual. How about if I just prefer to be a man? Would that work? Of course it works because mostly all my documents says that you are a God-created speaking spirit man. I guess, And I, I guess use that phrase. I use that phrase in most of my documentation. You are a God, you are God's man. You're a God-created speaking spirit man. Because remember, everything God created, he spoke into, it, into existence, except when it came, came to making you. He stopped speaking. Right. He just, formed uh, you. I, I'm just wondering yeah, why. Yeah, he formed you from the dirt to the ground. But you are a speaking spirit man. I'm just wondering why I need a piece of paper to do it. I guess that's my bottom line. Hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And uh, God bless everyone, and uh, I'll continue listening. Thank you. Thank you. You (laughs) Now, the reason you need the piece of paper, because that's what society has accepted. Our ancestors passed the lie down to us. They didn't know they were lied to, so quite naturally when they taught us, we didn't know that it was a lie. It became the norm. It became acceptable. You go to work, you pay taxes, and you die. We accepted that. That's not true. It's no different than when these kids used to be uh, joining these cults and signing over all their uh, worldly assets. Then you have to have, have somebody go kidnap the kid and what? Deprogram them. Remember those days? That's, we're no different. Somebody has to deprogram us and tell us the truth. Ready for another question? Yes. Did you want to finish your thought there? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. I was just going to say we just don't have to be kidnapped to be deprogrammed. But I just wanted to give that as an analogy. You can learn the truth if you want to know it. What's the next question? That's right. 
All right. Um, Great Gazoo, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. Hey, it's me again. Um, I just want to go back to the basic income thing because, you know, what I was thinking when she was saying basic income on the document is like they they don't have the ability to actually pay us because there is no gold. So they're trying to discharge it with these worthless securities that ain't they ain't worth a piece of paper to print it on. You know, and then on the flip side, the second thought, I was thinking, I remember the guy from Facebook who's talking about this universal income, and, you know, after we we create all these jobs and then they're replaced by robots, there ain't going to be no way to pay again. So they they want to give everybody a, a universal income. So, you know, people like us that come sneak around on these calls and talk about, you know, taking over the universe, they don't like what they like what we say. They're gonna do, just cut us off of the basic income, or universal income is what they're calling it, and uh, we can just starve, you know. But that's socialism. The government wants to take care of us. The government wants us to rely totally on their for your food, shelter, clothing, your your salary. That's that's communism, socialism, Marxism. Call it what mm-hmm. you will, but it's the you planks know, of the communist manifesto being implemented into our society. I see a lot of people that are all excited about this universal income. They're like, oh, yeah, it's free money and you don't have to work and stuff. And I'm like, look, if you think it's going to be more than 35 cents a week, you go ahead and let me know because they're, they're testing all this stuff all over the world, like in China and stuff. See how much you can barely survive on. Because they got to keep you right on the edge so you still commit the crimes. you got to have the desperation so there's violence and robbery and, and damage and destruction so they can come in with more legislation and say, oh, you're out of control. We need to, you know, take away your privacy and we need to prevent crime and all this stuff. You can't prevent crime exactly. because there's, there's no injured party, you know. How are you going to prevent a crime before it happens? You're talking about prosecuting people for their thoughts. You know? Well, you know. remember they made a movie called The Minority Report. With yeah, Tom I couldn't Cruise. say that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they want to do. They're already doing they, it. They call right now, it's called hate crimes. You know, it's it's intense. But pretty soon they, they're going to be busting you just for thoughts. You know, they're going to be able to read your mind and, and bust you for that, you know. George Orwell, not, 1984, come to life. Not, not if you get one of those army hats and line it with uh, aluminum foil. They can't read your thoughts then. <laughs> Remember, the only thing Superman can't see through it was what lead. <laughs> lead, yeah. So, all right. There's a well, way to yeah line it with aluminum foil. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to walk around with aluminum foil hats. Hey, you know what? If it's right and it works, I will. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> they had what? some great conspiracy movies out there was telling you what they're going to do. They yeah. always put it in your face. Remember Die Hard 3? They told you they was going to steal the gold and how would, how they was going to do it and send it out through Canada. Is that what happened when the trade center was destroyed? That's exactly what happened. And they're they're thinking about doing it again, though. 
They want to make gold exactly. illegal and your bitcoins and all you know everything. They want to. The banking cartel wants to control everything. And uh, that's the agenda, I think, you know, to eliminate cash and and any kinds of money or or means right. to trade. They want, I, they want to, you know, they want, if you, if you, yeah, yeah. And if you store, if you like one of those preppers and you stock up on food and stuff, they're going to steal that from you. They're going to say you're hoarding food. If you yeah, got cash, you're going to say you're hoarding cash. They're going to take it all. Say what? Right. Remember V for Vendetta? He had that, that room where he had food, money, books. Oh, yeah. And then they eventually, they, they eventually came and raided his house. Oh, yeah. Because they, they plan on doing it. it here. Right. They knew that room existed. You know, he just wasn't aware that they knew. Well, so they want everything electronic. See, when they tell you, well, you want ADT, you want the security cam, well, they can uh, hack into your feed, and they can use those cameras to see what's going on in your house. Girlfriend, didn't you hear last week? I think I mentioned that I saw this video and um, read more about this, that the uh, this Ancestry.com and what is it, 23Me, you know, where you send in for your DNA results. The NSA, they're all located in Utah, right next door to each other. And the NSA is now approaching them and using that DNA information to plant on people, you know, to, to cause them to go to jail to make them look guilty they plant dna evidence now you know because they have it because everybody's volunteering it to that place ancestry.com and uh 23 and i thought geez louise what else are they going to do i mean right i've always been been uh of the mindset why does the mormons want to know my genealogy information. Yeah, I always right. had a problem with that. So yeah, me too. Because they're the ones that have all that information. Yeah. They are the ones studying it more than anybody else. So yeah, they I, own uh, com and a lot of people tell me today they didn't know that the Mormons own ancestry.com. I said that's why you could go to the Mormons and get your genealogy because they uh-huh. own ancestry.com. And you, like you say, we will I a happy behind, go volunteer our DNA. Now they know more about us than we know about ourselves. Yeah, well, they want to know what your bloodlines are, you know, and they keep exactly. their bloodlines pure, quote, unquote. You know, they, you don't see them mixing up their bloodlines, but they want to know what we've got in ours because I, and then that, there's uh, all kinds of talk on the Internet about the uh uh, R.H. factor blood. Have you read anything about that? Boy, that's interesting. Right. R.H. R.H. blood. There's R.H. negative, R.H. positive, but that's from the. Re- I guess where this, that's the same blood as the rhesus monkey. I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I read all this stuff and I think, oh my god, you know. <laughs> but that that comes from their genetic experiments that they did. Mm-hmm. Just like, yes. oh, remember when they they came out with AIDS? 
it was a genetic experiment, and they yep. were supposed to take all the guys that they infected down to and put them on an island, but when they got ready to transport them, they escaped. And that's how that's how AIDS got into society. But they were supposed to put him on. Remember the um, the island of Doctor Moreau? It's a very yeah. old movie where yeah. the scientists were doing genetic experiments. That's what they AIDS, have a real AIDS one. They have a real one. It's over. It's in the United States, exactly. and it's over there up in up in the east. I think I read about it, and you know they that they got weird. Animals showing up on you know the road, <laughs> these genetically modified animals and creatures. I mean, they're doing some weird stuff. They're not supposed to do that, right? But anyway, we got hands up. You want to take some more questions? We're getting off on stuff that yeah, we're not supposed to. yeah, we're going on a tangent. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the question. Sorry. <laughs> Southeast Ohio. I'm sorry, Southwest Ohio. You've been unmuted. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Unmute your phone, perhaps. Okay. I'm oh, there. Can you hear there me? There you go. Yeah. Hi. How are you all? Good. Thank you. Good. Good. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm relatively new to the call. I've um, listened in on a few calls. I've um, followed the information, and I am. Um, a member on um, Facebook or whatnot. Um, hopefully I'm in the right group, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, um, only because, you know, they have, you know, sometimes you just never know. But nonetheless. I don't uh, have any, um, I don't have any Facebook uh, affiliations. No, so. Okay. And okay. me neither. I don't I'm do going. Facebook either, Dallas, but you're not on the right call. I don't do Facebook. I got you. So I'm glad, I'm glad I mentioned that because I just saw something up there with legal deception. I just typed it in and I saw saw it on there and then I uh, just you know added or something you know followed and so I just wanted I'm glad I, I mentioned that so to know that that's not you good um, but nonetheless though um, I was just wondering how would one get in touch with you um, true um, I know that you are private um, but how would one get in touch My with you email is posted. On at the end of my uh, page to add the creative portal. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. The website, the um, email, her email address is on the website, myprivateaudio.com. Myprivateaudio.com. And you click, go to the guest speakers page and click on um, Truth's name. Okay. And then at the bottom of the page, there's like a heart and it'll say, contact email okay all right thank you that's all i had don't want to take up too much time thank you so that's much okay. thank you all right let's see next up northern virginia you've been unmuted do you have a question uh yes i do can you hear me uh, yes we can excellent okay I, I i actually chimed in late but i heard um, the speaker talking, so um, just if, if you've already covered this, just say um, you covered it and I'll listen to the uh, replay. Okay. Uh, you, were talking about, you were talking about compensation and um, it, is compensation, you know, when does, um, when does compensation become wages? When you accept it, they can't <laughs> do anything without your you allowing it when you accept it. 
When I, when I had arrested for driving and I told the officer, I'm not driving, he said, you're operating a motor vehicle. I'm not driving. I'm a traveler. So when you agree, remember, how do people volunteer, to volunteer themselves into jail when they agree, when they accept what's being said, when they accept the sentence? You don't have to consent. You don't have to agree. You don't have to accept. Okay, so if, if you are paid, you know, in the private by a private employer, and that and that employer requires you, you know, they think they have to have all their workers fill out a W-4, uh, and then at the end of the year they send in a W-2, then one must then rebut that W-2, right, and zero it out. Otherwise, it will be considered wages. Because you don't read the W. At the bottom right, there is a column that says you're tax exempt or non-taxable. We do not read. You could fill out a W-4 and say, I'm non-taxable. That's what it asks you. If you're non-taxable, fill this out. Fill out this box. Fill out this, this you box. You know that was on there? You're saying this. Yeah, I'm going to try a, and pull it up right now. Yeah, it's just uh, a checkbox. No, I've got it. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I'm looking at the bottom of the W-4. Where, where are you talking about? Bottom right-hand corner. What was that? The bottom right-hand side. The bottom right-hand side of the W-4 Um. I mean, there's a box, you know, line number seven is where you can write exempts. Are you talking about that? Yeah. Okay. So you're saying exempt is where you say you're not subject to the tax. I I believe that's what the definition means. I mean, I was under the impression that if you say you're exempt, you're, you're agreeing that you're an employee and therefore taxable and you're you're claiming the exempt whereas the real the real way to do it would be to say you're not subject to it and therefore not uh so you're well let me just go with what you're saying is that you're saying if you put exempt um then you don't need to zero out the w-2 at the end of the year no why would you but you're not going with what i'm saying that's the option that they provide for you that you don't use no, no. Say you do use it. I'm going. I'm going to go with you know what you're saying here. Like, say you do put in exempt, and they don't take out the federal or the state income tax. Yet still, at the end of the year, they send in the W baby, the company you're working for. They send in the W two, and they say this you is. You know, how I'm, much looking at, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the form, and in number seven, it says mm-hmm. I claim exemption from withholding for 2017. Mm-hmm. And I certify that I meet both of the following conditions for exemption. Okay, last year I had a right to a refund of all federal income tax withheld because I had no tax liability. And this year I expect a refund of all federal income tax withheld because I expect to have no tax liability. If you meet both condi- conditions, write exempt here. And then on number seven, you just write exempt there. 
Right. I mean, I, I guess, can see how the word. You know, I can see how the word. It's funny because right. when I filled one out back in nineteen. I think it was 1990 or 1993. The one that we had. The one I I didn't have to write anything, and I just checked a little box that said exempt. And the criteria to be exempt, one of them was, you know, you're a college student or whatever the hell it was. I don't remember. But uh, they've changed it now. For 2017, at least, you have to write in the word exempt. I mean, that's interesting that you have to write the word exempt here, whereas before you just checked the little box. That's interesting. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had to go pull one real quick to see what you were talking about. So now well, I know. just um, truth with this. So where where does the word comp like where does 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 someone does a company when they state that you made wages is that is that a problem or is it is that a problem? Yeah, because that's a misnomer. Again. When you when you agreed to work for the company, it was a compensation for your time and your labor. So where does the wage come in? Yeah, how do you define? I what is do, your def, well, How do you define wage? It's not. Don't how, see. It's not about me. I'm not the IRS. Who cares well, how, how I define it? I mean, I'm um, telling I, you. Uh, do do your own due diligence in your research. Listen to Constitution Man. He teaches an excellent uh, part on taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but it, just if you could tell me now, just how does the IRS define wages? I'm not going to do that. I just told you do your own due diligence. I just that was the beginning of my call. Stop trying to get something for nothing. Do your own due diligence. You got to own this for yourself. You can't own I, what I own. No, I understand. I mean, I get that. I, I spend I spend countless hours on this stuff. I just I just it's helpful to it, it, the riddles. I mean, I I mean, I I mean it that way. When you say like, oh, you know, find out your own answers. I mean, I appreciate what you're saying. We need to do the legwork, but but sometimes just hearing the answer can really make the legwork a lot easier and make it crystallize. I just um, okay. Sometimes go to CFR and go to definitions. And that's all I'm going to tell you. You want okay. to know definitions that the IRS use? Go to the Code of Federal Regulations. Okay, okay, yeah, I will do that. Let me um, ask you another question. I appreciate this. Um, oh, so, um, okay, let me ask you this: How does I don't know if you know the answer to this, but how does one start a business and stay in the private? Like, um. I don't know. I just feel like everyone talks about it. It's really like hard. Post- it's so difficult. You can't get a de- you can't get a license to do business right. because you know. Right. And then uh, it's really difficult, you know, because you can't really advertise much unless it's word of mouth or, you know, just uh, emailing whatever. Um, the internet though and has made it a lot easier than it was. Can you can you but, use a bank? Can you use a bank account for your business? No, that... well, not if you're going to, no. You don't want to use a bank. Why would you want to use a bank? Well, the, I mean, if you want to stay in the private, you wouldn't. If you want to go public, yeah, you would use a bank. But I mean, because okay, well, you, then once how, you use how... a bank, 
once you put money in the bank, now the whole government's got access. You don't longer own your money or, or have possession of it, and they can abscond with it. I mean, they can freeze your account, right. take your money, you know. Yeah. So, well, how, how would, I mean, is there a risk of using, if you use a zip code, you know, like to to You know what, goods? you're getting ridiculous now. I think we're done. I think you're just, right. you know, you're like asking these questions and, uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Are you just wasting time, or what do you want to know? No, no, actually, I didn't mean to offend you at all. I mean, uh, you're, just, you're not I, offending was, me. I just don't know yeah. what you're trying to get at. You're asking questions that you can Google and get the answers to. Okay. Right. And you can also read the domestic mail manual. Anything that deals with the post office, go to the DMM. Domestic mail manual. You don't Domestic have to use this code. Okay. Yeah, they, have right. a, they have a code in there for you to put on anything. You don't have to use a zip code. Right. Okay. So, I know somebody that doesn't, that that puts out mailers in the thousands, like weekly, and he, does, he uses a three-cent stamp and has been doing it successfully for years now. You know, and they're mailers. I mean, he's mass mailing. <laughs> so, Patrice, what you're saying though, in the domestic, I should read the domestic mail manual. Is that what you're saying? If if you want to know about mail stuff, yeah. Okay. Why would you ask us? Even though I know the number, I know the code. That's not helping you if you don't know what page it's on, and if you haven't read it for yourself. Okay. Okay, thanks for taking right. the call. Thanks for letting me on. Bye-bye. Thank you. And I didn't mean to jump on you, but your questions are like, I don't know, first grade. I guess that's okay. Some people don't. Are there? I've seen you here before in Northern Virginia. You should know all this stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, anybody else in the queue? No, that's it. That's it. I haven't unmute. I haven't muted out North, uh, Northern Virginia because. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I, no. Um, I, no, I, I do. I do know a lot of stuff. I mean, just some. I, I thought these. I thought my these questions would help me fill in more some more blanks, and they did. I'm going to look up the mail manual. I will. Good. So, good. Good. Um, but, and check you know, out I our mean, website. I, we got a lot of stuff on the website. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm reading Anna Von Reitz's book right now i'm reading i i'm reading the website living in the private which is fantastic i don't know if you've seen that website for out of new zealand um but um so i'm putting i'm putting a lot of work in good 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 education is key you know because uh you never know when you're going to need it do you have a facebook account does he have a facebook account I am sorry to say I do. Okay, so you can't be private. Why would you see that social media? What's that? You 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 doing too much? No, but you trying to make that boy haunted. You can't be in the public and then be private. It, that's not gonna work. That's commingling. No, well, I don't see. I mean, I'm not talking. Well, I'm not. When I say in the private, I don't mean stealth. You know, I just don't want to be on the public side of the ledger. You know, I don't want to be 
deemed as like government business. I want to be in private, you know, man to man to woman, man to man, living being. Well, you are. Who you think you're? You're automatically who, that. Well, why would yeah, who do you think runs Facebook though? And who do you uh, think is tracking you through your social media? Um. No, I, um, yeah, but I don't, I think that, I think that, you know, they can analyze and look at who my friends are. That's, they can do that, but I don't think that places me on the public side of the ledger, you know, places me into being a government employee or in the federal zone. You're, you're not, but you are, one of the things they taught us when we were in school was you are who you say you are. They're going to say that you're, you're a sovereign citizen. They're going to say you're anti-government. They're going to make a lot of aspersions, which is slander, defamation, and the line in your character. You have to learn how to rebut all assumptions and presumptions. Mm-hmm. When you go mm-hmm. in, I'm not a public citizen. I am not an enemy, belligerent, combatant. I don't live inside the federal zone. I don't work inside the federal zone. Things like that. You have to remove all assumptions and presumptions. You have not done that. And like I said, you want to know anything about taxes, please study Carl Miller and know your constitution. He has excellent information on taxes. Carl Miller, K with a K? No, C. 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 Constitution man. Constitution man. All right. Yeah, and there's there's stuff on the website. Yeah, he's a guest for Angela. He has his own page as well. So I'm just saying, some of this stuff is really old school for Angela and myself because we've gone on it, we've gone through it seven years ago. I believe I met Angela in 2010. So we've gone through it seven years ago, and we've done certain things. We go so far, and then we stop because we don't know how to proceed. But there are people that don't know how to proceed that's moving ahead, and they're moving ahead incorrectly, which is why they can look for a knock on the door shortly. If you don't know what to do, do nothing. That's right. Listen. Just listen and read and study. Do you get it? An aha moment. You'll get many of them as time progresses, and then it'll all come together for you. That's what it did for me anyway. And her offer, Angela's offer today, let's study the Swiss Indo together. And let's come back. And talk about it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Don't take my word for nothing. Because I'm not going to share everything and all my experiences with you. I want you to have your own experiences. Experience is life's best teacher. Not truth. Experience. Okay. All right, I'm going to go. Good talking to you, okay. you all. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, you know day. what? Before before I wanted to ask you, uh, someone put in the chat, how do you discharge a ticket? And then we have Claude 52108 with their hand up. 
you discharge your ticket and you know this, but you've never really thought about putting in, why don't you send them a letter? Was anybody harmed? If nobody was harmed, I want equity. I don't want justice. I want equity. Right. Nobody was injured. There's no contract. They have to forgive you. It's just that simple. Oh, um, TalkShoe 100 here is saying the way to discharge a ticket is to send it to the CFO of the court and say no contract. If that yep. works, use it. <laughs> okay, next up, Quad 52108. You've been unmuted. Quad, do you have your mute button on your phone maybe? Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. Everybody does it all the time. <laughs> I was I was just uh, just wondering. I, I was kind of came in on the. I think someone was asking about the W four. Uh, I guess when they're I guess at their job, can they also look to do a W eight B N instead of a W four? Okay. I don't. I don't so, know. I know you use that okay. at the bank, Truth. What do you think? I don't know. Um, number one, you have to know what the WABN is for. And it's only two people that I know have really taught that thoroughly, and that was Gene Keating and Christian Walters, who's no longer with us. So if you get Gene Keating's teaching on the WABN and uh, Christian Walters' teaching, he went through it line by line on the W-8-BN, you'll have a better understanding what that document is used for. Okay. But again, do not be a victim of MSMD, monkey see, monkey do. (laughs) Do your own investigation, (laughs) research, and validate it. God, I used to hear that all the time. Yeah, don't get in trouble doing something because somebody else did it. Right, right. Because I've heard just several different things from the standpoint of if you if you still use the W four and, and put exempt, it's like you're still I guess within I guess their jurisdiction, so to speak, and not necessarily uh, outside of their jurisdiction. So I think it was just a matter of uh, correcting the status. But from my you're, understanding, you're not in just, that jurisdiction anyway. I'm sorry? You're not in their jurisdiction anyway. Well, I mean, I may not be in their jurisdiction, but it all depends on, I guess, what my status is and maybe what paperwork is in place at the time, which may actually, uh, I may not physically be in the jurisdiction, but on paper, uh, it's presumed that I'm in there, that, I'm, that, I, that I am in the jurisdiction at that point. And what did I just say about presumptions? And the status has nothing to do with it. Your knowledge has everything to do with it. What did I just say about presumptions and assumptions? Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying when you say status. Right. That's not applicable to everyone. So I'm telling you, you have to remove 
all assumptions and presumptions. You are who you say you are. I'm a non-taxpayer. I'm not a tax evader. I don't owe taxes. I can send you our federal code that tells you that, did you hear me ask the lady earlier, I don't know if you were on the call, I need a certified copy of the U.S. Supreme Court case, Commissioner B. Acker, A-C-K-E-R. Did you hear me ask for that? Uh, no, I wasn't on at that time. Okay. Commissioner B. Acker is the United States Supreme Court case, and the Supreme Court, being the highest court of this land, says your taxes exempt. Okay. Now, what does status have to do with that? Uh, yes, I guess nothing at that point. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Knowledge has to do with everything. Status mm-hmm. is not even applicable. So I'm saying, is that the only way to, <clears throat> I guess, give notice of your exemption is, is through the W-4 because they have forms or they have in the code. I, I didn't mention the W-4. Did I bring no, no, up the no. W-4 when you brought up? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speaking, uh, just, just kind of talking in general from the standpoint of, I guess, like I said, when we're doing those particular type forms, because I know also I've read where it says you can do what they call a, a statement in lieu of instead of a, instead of an actual W-4. I guess where you can do some type of affidavit or a statement instead of a, a W-4. And, um, like a, it's, it's, I can't think of the name of the form or something, but it's something that, uh, in in lieu of W-4. The operative words you use, you heard. So that means you don't know. I read it as well from the standpoint to where I know there's a um, where you can use a statement in lieu of. And I, so I was just kind of, when I said I heard, I was just, just kind of speaking in general, but also read it. Okay, well, what authority did you get that from? Uh, I think it was the uh, either IRS manual. Uh, I can't remember exactly what publication that, um, or what manual or what code that I read that in somewhere. I, I, can't, I can't recall it right now, but I remember reading something from the standpoint where it says you can either, either use the W-4 or a statement in lieu of a W-4. And it seemed like there was some type of form um, uh, that, that you can use as well, but I, can't, I just can't recall it right offhand. Okay. Being being that that being the case, even to respond to that, aren't you placing yourself in their jurisdiction? When I just told you to remove the assumption and presumption that you're in that jurisdiction, if I give you an application and you fill it out, you're giving me jurisdiction. If I offer you a statement in lieu of that application, Aren't you still giving me jurisdiction? Um, not necessarily. At least I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yes, I wouldn't you think. are. You're using my form. Uh-uh, baby. You're using my form. It's not your form. I presented well, well, it to well, you. Well, and if well, you fill it out, you just gave me jurisdiction. Well, that's what I'm saying from the standpoint of saying you can you can create your own statement. It can just be a statement that you create and hand it to, and hand it to them. And uh, it's called in lieu of. And I think it, it states where you can just write this on the form, like just on your statement saying in lieu of, in lieu of W-4. Okay. 
This goes back to something I said earlier on the show. Okay. When you go to court, they offer you to plead guilty or not guilty. But you're innocent. They don't offer you that plea. When you plead that you're innocent, they don't have jurisdiction. But if you take their offer, you're giving them jurisdiction. You understand what I'm saying? Right, understood. So so even though you create the statement, who made the offer? You're accepting their offers. Now, are you forming a contract? Creating the statement is the consideration. Give me a statement in lieu of, and you provide me the statement in lieu of, you accepted my offer, and the statement is the consideration. Offer acceptance and consideration. What is that? Oh, it sounds like a contract to me. What do you think, Angela? Is that a contract? I mean, so at that sounds point, like it to me, not, yeah. I mean, so do you just not do, give them anything at that point then? Or, 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 so I'm still trying to understand from the standpoint of you saying to remove Okay, the, you're remove not obligated to respond to everything that's offered to you. Go in your kitchen. Blow the pilot light out. Turn all the burners on and stick your head in the oven. Are you going to accept that offer? Of course not, because uh-huh. it's ridiculous. Every well, no, offer. I, mean, I, guess, I, guess I'm just trying, I guess I'm just trying to get back to to the. Well, I guess I'm in the. Uh, it was brought up about the W four in regards to that. I'm saying, do you just not? Say, well, no, I'm it's not going to. It's an offer. Well, I'm saying, so, so I'm saying at that point, do you just not fill that out at that point? Because you're saying you, you made the statement of that. Uh, I can't you tell you what to do. It's your decision. I, I mean, that, I know that part what of that I would do. I, I, mean, I that can only tell you what I did. Well, no, no, that part is understood. What I'm saying is I guess I heard you state that, you know, when you're filling out that form, you put this, you put exempt there on, on this particular location uh, on the form. So it, it sounded to me yeah, different. It was back in the day, sweetie. I'm a retiree. The forms today are not the same as the forms that we filled out back in the day. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. But again, I'm not questioning that. All I'm saying is, the the subject came up about about the W four, and 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 I heard that you. I heard you informing someone. Was this what you do with the W four? This is what this is how you fill it out. And all I'm saying is that so yeah. that point. I said this is how I feel about because again they've changed the forms since I used to have to fill them out. But I always filled them out. I was exempt. I used to get all my checks. They didn't take anything out. Okay. They've changed that. I mean, so with them not taking anything out, that's fine. So how at that point? When you, I guess, filed at the end of the year, how did you file to, to I guess, not have to pay any money in at that point if none was taken out? So that's the easy part. Because you did an affidavit and no tax liability. You, you didn't listen to how Angela read the statement. You say that I had no tax liability under penalty of perjury for 2017. Okay. Did you miss that part? Um, well, yeah, yeah, I, I heard that part. So you're saying at the end of the year at that point, come uh, April 15th, you just sent in a statement stating that there was no tax liability due from the standpoint. No, you. that's not what I said. I did not use the word statement. Okay. 
What did I say? I did a what? Um, I missed that part. Like, okay. I did an affidavit of no tax liability. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I understand that part now. Now, they have to rebut it in 30 days or the affidavit stands as true. And who okay. can rebut that affidavit? Nobody. It takes right. a man, not a corporation, to rebut that affidavit. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Now, okay, now I, I definitely understand that process. Now I, I see where you're coming from now. And I'm not right. trying to be hard on you people. I just need you to use your head. You already have the information. Trust me, it's in you. I'm trying to get pull it out of you. I want you to realize that you already have the answer. Right. Stop, you know, stop um, agreeing to what's been presented to you. Okay. It's almost as though we're, we're robots. We've been programmed so very well to comply. I used to ask people when I did have a driver's license, you know, you have to pay for it. So when the officer walks up to the car and says, license and registration, yes, I have them, why would you give him something that belongs to you? You pay for that. But you surrender your property to him because he has a badge and a gun, that, didn't, that doesn't set well with me. So there's no there's no law that states when when it's requested or when it's asked from a from a officer that that you that you have to I guess comply or from that standpoint. So there's no law that actually states that. Yeah, there's a law. There's a law that says you don't even have to have a driver's license. You don't know what that law is. Google it. No driver's license necessary. Okay. Google it, and you'll find out what the law says. He doesn't know law. He knows what he's been told to do. He's following instructions. He hasn't been properly trained. Again, the United States Supreme Court, which is the highest court of this country, says you don't need a driver's license to drive. However, I personally do not drive. I am a traveler. Right. But Google that. Don't take my word for it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. You're so welcome. Anybody else? Hello. What's up? It's Donaldson. Here's my question. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Um. I just want to say to some of the people that are trying to learn this, that 
it's going to take a long time for you to get it. And I know a lot of people are going through a lot of different tragedies or foreclosures, tickets or so on and so forth. But until you actually take the time out, just like it's not a get-quick scheme, it's something, a spiritual thing that you really have to start learning. And what you're trying to ask her truth or anyone else, you're really trying to ask someone else to be your master, opposed to you trying to learn this yourself. That's why we're in the predicament we're in now. Because these people that have done these things to us or that we allow for it to happen to us are really supposed to be our public servants. But we're so used to serving them. So I just want to say I've been at this a long time, and I just know it's, it's something when you're going through something and you're looking for a get-quick, rich scheme or get out of what you're doing. But you also have to know that everything happens for a reason. And I know a lot of people are so-called religious. So I feel like if you have been saved or by whatever grace in this madness of all these years that you didn't know this information, just take a deep breath <laughs> and at least learn some of this stuff. And even after you learn, you can study, study, study. It's a whole new way of thinking. And like they said, if you don't hurry up and start trying to take more time to learn about yourself or learn about the laws that are governing you, opposed to the, the television programming system, then you may be just one of the sheeple that want to stay a sheep because it, it, it takes some time and it takes some dedication. It, it, I, I just pray for you because I understand because I've been there, but I've been realizing that there's been something wrong with this system since I was seven years old. So, therefore, when I took the time out to listen to my spirit at the age of 40, it has led me to all of this information. So I just want to let you know that it's going to be okay. Take a deep breath, and it's not going to change overnight. But with the time and study, you could change your whole perception of how you see things if you try to take the time out to study because it's not going to be something that somebody's going to tell you to do because now they become your master. When are you going to be the master of you? On that note, I'll, just, I'll, I'll mute out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Thank that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay, next up. Okay, next up is Northern Virginia. You've been unmuted. Hi again. It's yeah. Um. Um. You know, I just I just want to share. You know, my I thought what you were first truth I want to mention. I love the analogy of people being kidnapped into a cult and you have to deprogram them. That's a fantastic analogy. But, you know, going off that analogy, you know, I wouldn't, if I was trying to deprogram someone, you know, if I could use the analogy, I wouldn't say, you know, you got to study this, you got to study that. I mean, some things just need to be said along with the study. And for example, like we're, you know, a minute ago when you were explaining how one would just send in an affidavit um, saying I had no uh, wages or taxable wages, you know, that's beautiful. That's a very good point. And, and I have studied this extensively, and that helps me a bit to hear, you, you know, how you would approach it. Um, and I was able to understand, or not, you know, I was able to comprehend what 
that concept of an affidavit because it fits in with a lot of the knowledge that I've already studied. So, you know, I'm not, and with the other caller saying, I'm not looking for a master, but it helps to have teachers. <laughs> and the teachers can say, yeah, you should study this, but if they just explicitly say some things, it's very, it's, I think that should be a very big part of the uh, process. You know, it's, this is how to do it, and this is where how you need to study it so you own it and you know it yourself. Okay, I appreciate that comment. I do have classes every Saturday. We have a class that's known as the Roundtable, and we do study this intently. This is a conference call. I can't go into detail the things that we study in class because I don't have the time, you know. But we have a class that meets every week. That's the point. It is being taught. Okay, and you say sometimes people need to hear things, hear this, and hear it well. My people perish. Why? For lack of knowledge. Thank you. You can't teach you something. I'm teaching you that. So I'm telling you, you have to have whose knowledge? My knowledge? Or do you have to have your own knowledge? Yes, I agree with my own, but, you know, that affidavit thing, this is going to really be helpful in my knowledge right now. So I appreciate that you said that. Explain that. Okay. So what are you saying? You want a copy of my affidavit and no tax liability template? No. No. So I mean, that. Well, you could create no. your own. I'm just asking. I'm not, I'm not making, okay. I'm not offering something. I'm asking a question because it's you. It's not me. And what I came up with, I told you where I got my information from. Carl Miller, right. Know Your Constitution, on YouTube. Now, uh-huh. me listening to him repeatedly, and I watched it 100 times before the light bulb went on in my brain. And I said, by Joe, I think I've got it. And I created an affidavit of no tax liability just from constantly watching him, taking notes until I had an epiphany. Right. Yep. No, it's great. I mean, you know, even when you were talking about how, like, an affidavit has to be rebutted by a man, you know, a living, breathing man or woman, you know, based upon, because of my knowledge, I know what you're saying there. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I know it. And I think someone without knowledge wouldn't understand that. Um, so anyway. So why don't you do everything by affidavit? That's what you're not getting. Anything yeah. you do, why not do it by affidavit? Because it takes another man or woman to rebut it. Right. You're saying do it by affidavit and not by form, by their forms. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. That's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, yep. You, I mean, can I ask you another? I don't, I mean, you don't have to answer this, but do you have a bank account? Do I have okay. a bank account? Wait, you don't need to answer that. I mean, it depends just, on, okay, listen. Me have a bank account that I filled out the application for and went to the bank and got no. But do I have a bank account? Yes. I got you. And no, I don't we... think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do, but just suffice it to say that the bank account that I think that you're referencing, no, I do not have a bank account. 
Gotcha. And I can tell you why if you're interested, because it's funny to me. Okay, yes, please tell me. Okay. I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think in, what, 2014, I opened up an account at Wells Fargo. Okay, and I'm an intellect. If you, in case you don't know that, I'm an intellect. And when I opened up the account, I opened up a savings and a checking account. And they told me at Wells Fargo, well, we're going to give you a debit card. And when you, every time you use the debit card, you're going to put a dollar into your savings account. Okay? Yes. That might not mean anything to you. So every bill I pay with the debit card, they put a dollar into my savings account. So I have three credit cards in my straw name because I fly a lot, and I have to have a credit card because they don't want to accept cash. So me with my smart ass started paying my bills $1 at a time. So when I had a $300 bill, I made $301 payment. And Wells Fargo politely closed my bank account. But they shouldn't have never told me that every time I used the card, they was going to give me a dollar. <laughs> That's why I don't have a bank account. They keep me out. Mm-hmm. How do you now? When um, you do the same thing, you may not think like that, but that's how I think. You gonna give me a dollar every time I use the card, and I got a three hundred dollar bill? Well, let me make three hundred debits on here. That's how yeah. I think. No, actually, and I don't know if like occurred to you. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I haven't. I haven't looked into this, but. You know, I mean, I haven't done this, but, you know, when I receive a credit card bill, or not when I, when a, you know, when my straw man, when a credit card bill appears for my straw man, um, the the coupon at the bottom looks like a check to me. I mean, it looks like I could just pay the bill with that coupon because it just, it looks like You a can. Check. We learned how to do that years ago. How to turn the coupon into a money order and discharge the uh, credit card. That's old school. <laughs> I don't even get statements for my credit card. Why? Why? So, because they're trying to make this a paperless society. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't get statements for my credit card. I mean, they put it in my email. I'm, I make the payment, and that's it. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. No problem. They they want us to have a cashless society. So I do have a debit card, but it's not from a bank account that I created. And I don't like NetSpin and all those prepaid debit card things. I don't like those. And I don't use them. Mm -hmm. So, but again... Experience is life's best teacher. You never know what's going to work if you don't experiment. But do your research. Don't get in trouble. That's right. All right. Is that it for you, Northern Virginia? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Angela. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Well, (laughs) we've gone over the... I'm sorry. Who was that? Who was that? Was that was that you, Northern Virginia? No, it was not me. Oh, okay. 
2108. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Quad. Truth quantified in regards to uh, your weekly uh, classes on Saturday, is that something that is that uh, where you have to be physically there, or do you do some type of uh, remote? Uh, no, where? we do go to go to uh, webinar. It's, okay. it's an online class. I travel, sweetie, in case you didn't hear me. I'm moving around from place to place. And people have to be able to access me, so I have to have, always have access to the Internet. So we okay. do things online and by PowerPoint. Okay. So you get to see what we're talking about as well as we teaching you what we're talking about. And I think that's the difference in the uniqueness of what I do. We could have this conversation for 16 hours, but it would be so much more effective if a PowerPoint accompanied it. Don't you think? Oh, yes. You see what I'm saying? So, if we want to. How do we get get access uh, to that webinar? Uh, Like I said, because I'm kind of like the gentleman from the standpoint of, 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 of wanting to be around like-minded individuals, like I say, to share information and to learn and grow from that standpoint as well? Well, you have to wait for the next class because it's $2,500 for nine weeks. Okay. So you get nine weeks of education. You get the PowerPoints. You get the copy of the PowerPoints after every class. You have a midterm and everything, because you have to own the information. And I learned this phrase from Sam Kennedy, you have to own the technology, which is saying you have to own the information. We're not going to release you until we're certain that you know what it is you're talking about. I'll give you an example. There's a young lady that shared with me, she was being indicted for writing some negotiable instruments. And I asked her, well, who told you you could do that? Again, remember, beware of the MSMD, monkey see, monkey do syndrome. If you don't know the law that authorizes you to discharge debt dollar for dollar, what law is that? HGR. That's right. If you don't know the enforcement of what you're doing, you have no business doing it. Okay. There's people that get on the call, they said, uh, you know, HJR 192 has been repealed. It can't have been repealed. They didn't give us our gold back. When they repeal HJR 192, they have to return us back to the gold standard. They're not going to do that. So it's still in full force and effect. You understand? Another thing, stop listening to people saying Winston is in jail. Winston has been indicted. An indictment is not incarceration. An indictment is an accusing. He's going to do a seminar in Washington on the 15th of July. Stop saying the man is locked up. He's not locked up. He's been indicted. Indictments go away. Accusations go and come. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me uh, PTK, 
was locked up, which is Pastor Tony King. That's not true. Stop it. If you have no evidence of what you're saying, what you're talking, why are you doing that? Investigate for yourself. Research for yourself. Validate for yourself. And do you have the, the time frame of when your next class will uh, uh, will start up? Um, they have two more classes. And I don't know if uh, my business associate is going to take a hiatus in between the classes or not. So he might do, a, you know, like a, a week or two layover mm-hmm. before we right. start the next class. Okay. But it's two more classes, and they're going to end in July. So he might begin the second class in, you know, the first week in August. It's like that because these guys are going over all the forms that they need to be doing to become private. Okay. Is is, is the A for V process part of that? I know you said that's, that's kind of old school. Is that also part uh, of that class as well? We, no. Okay. We don't. We, it's not necessary to do the A for V if you've got the M1. If you had the one The M1, the Swiss Endo. It's not necessary to do an A for V. Okay. Which, again, shows that you missed the first part of the call. Oh, yeah, yeah. I came in you know, maybe about an hour and a half into the call. Yeah, there's so, you didn't listen over to listen to it after it's uh, you know it's recorded, so you can listen to it later at your leisure. And there are links uh, in the chat the chat transcript to that uh, Indo Swiss bond information. Oh, okay, that good. It's pretty interesting. I'm going to research it too. Right, because as we all have to do it. Everybody's input is so invaluable. It's priceless. Your input is priceless. I'm not trying to be smart again. The reason I just, I'm trying to antagonize you to pull out what's in you because you have valuable information. You are a diamond, and I need, I need that diamond buffed and polished until it glitters. But right now, it's kind of dull. And it's hidden inside of you. And I need it to design for so everybody can see it. And I hope you guys understand. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to be condescending. You ask me questions that, honestly, you have to answer to. Why would you ask me about the post office when I didn't write the mail manual? The mail manual's online. Think about it. When I was learning this stuff, I had to learn it manually. I had to physically go to the library. There was no computer. I had to write down stuff. I had to take copious notes. Everything now, click a button. I was so proud of her when she went to the website and pulled up that bond. I couldn't have did that for nothing in the world because I'm not computer literate like that. Mm -hmm. That's not the way I came up. I'm old school. You talk about old school? I'm old school. People have to do things on the computer for me, believe it or not, because I, I don't know where to go to look up a court case. They have to send me the link so I can read people's 
situation. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how to go into a state and pull up somebody's um, indictment or their accusation. Somebody has to do that for me. They have to show me and teach me how to do that. So we need each other. I'm stating that to say we all need each other. But I don't need yes. you to do what I could do for myself. I don't know how to do that for myself, so I need to be taught. Yeah, we all, we all have a... Uh... I guess we all pretty much are, are, are a solution to a problem out here. So it's just a matter of, like you say, tapping into that gift uh, that we all have inside and just a matter of, like you say, learning what that purpose is uh, uh, and what solution we have uh, uh, to these problems out here. So. so too bad we didn't get together while I was in Maryland because I was very close to you. Okay. Yeah, I, I went to Virginia today to, to leave out because I left out from Dallas. So I had to go to Virginia to catch the plane. And I was real close on this plan. Too bad you didn't know. <laughs> so are there any hands up, Angela? Uh-uh, that's it. I think we're... Well, here's one, North Central Texas. Go ahead, you've been unmuted. Am I on? You're on. Okay. I want to ask Truth something just real fast. Um, I was foreclosed on uh, about a year and a half ago. I paid for the property four times. They foreclosed on me. It's my understanding I can get that back. Uh, One other thing, I had some cash money stolen from me, $304,000. Three hundred nineteen dollars. I turned it into IRS. It's stolen. And they said, "Okay, I'm gonna let you write it off." About six months later, they said, "Well, we're gonna take sixty-one thousand and tax you with it." I never received the money. Can I get that money back? Even though I never got it. Oh. Okay. Number one, there is no money. They're gonna give you credit. Okay. Because there okay. is no money. Stop that. You didn't pay for your property four times. You just discharged it four times. And, yes, you can get the property back. It's okay. a There's one other thing. My mother gave me 200,000 acres, and when they foreclosed on me, everything was stolen out of my home except uh, 19 socks and three pair of underwear. I did get that. Now, then, the value of it, this property, these papers blew away the next day, and not everything was filed in the deed records. The value of it, and I have a certified copy of it, is $112,750,000. What can I do about that? There's a lot to be done about that, and we need to talk about that in a private. Okay. And now, I'll email you. I have your email. There's one other question I'd like to ask you. talked about this a little bit ago. I've been a real estate broker for 44 years. I sold farms and ranches and oil and gas production. Now then, if I get into the private, how can I handle that? Or is it just I can't do it? You have to have a pseudonym. 
You have to have uh, it's almost like being an author that writes under a fictitious name. You understand? You have to have an alter ego to operate in the private. I mean the public while the real man stays in the private. Okay. Appreciate you talking. Now, so what, okay, email me. We'll go through the name change and everything you need to do to secure that property. Okay. Thank you very much. You're more Bye-bye. than welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Now, there's a specific process that you need to do in order to recover property that was erroneously foreclosed on. And I think you've heard me say this on previous calls. You were never given a loan, number one. You can't do an affidavit that says no loan given. It takes another man or woman to rebut that affidavit. All you have to do is write them and ask them, I want a certified copy of the front and back of a loan check. Can they provide that to you? Of course not. So with that information, is the contract valid? No, it is not. It's a void contract. Can you do an affidavit of a void contract? These are things that you should know to do, and I didn't have to tell you because it happened to you. It didn't happen to me. But sometimes you do need somebody that's outside looking in rather than being on the inside looking out. I'm telling you, the answer is already in you. You were there. I wasn't. You could do the affidavit. I can't. An affidavit means somebody that has personal first-hand knowledge, and it's an eyewitness. I was not at your closing. A representative from the bank was not at your closing. Put that in your affidavit. Because fraud vitiates all contracts. And if you can prove fraud, they have to pay you three times the amount. There's a there's a protocol which is rule that they must follow in order to do a foreclosure. You need to know what those rules are. I do. I do this for a living. That's why people pay me. Because I've done the investigation. I know what the rules are and where they're located. What is the pre foreclosure? prerequisite for your state, for your county, is things that attorney firms must do. They never do it all. Because they never do it all, you can overturn the decision. It's just that simple. It's not rocket science. But if you want to know what I know, you're going to pay me. That's the bottom line. Because I did my investigation, I did my research, I did my study. I got my checklist to check what they should have did that they didn't do. It's not it's not rocket science, people. You know what happens. I don't. Why is it that I have to be the one to put together a checklist for you 
and when you were present. Think about what happened at closing. Think about what didn't happen. You filled out a loan application. You were approved. Where's the loan? Did you forget something at closing? You forgot to get the loan there? Can I write a letter saying, you know something? I got a 30-year promissory note. I signed it, and I, I forgot to get the receipt. Would you send me a receipt for my note? They can't do that because they would have had to have been there to see you sign it. So they can't provide you the receipt for your note that you know you signed. There's certain things that's within your power. It's not complicated. It has nothing to do with law. This is just practical. When you go to Walmart, you're not walking out of Walmart without a what? A receipt. Start getting a receipt for everything you put your signature on. The receipt is titled. The receipt shows your ownership. Okay. If there's nobody else, what they, what, what they do is they'll say, instead of say, they'll come back and say, we don't have a receipt, but you got the house. That's your receipt. <laughs> no, they had nothing to do with the house. Who did you buy the house from? The, the seller. Okay, what does the bank have to do with that? They, 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 uh, facilitated the whole thing. But did you need them to facilitate an agreement between the buyer and the seller? Did you need a Uh, third party there for that? The bank did nothing. Yeah, I did then because I didn't know better at the time. Now I wouldn't, but then I did, yes, because I was stupid. No, you weren't stupid. That's how it's set up. They want you to sign initial marks. The bank offered you nothing but a conversation and a piece of paper to sign. And the piece of paper that you signed was to accept the debt for a house that was already paid for, and you give them your deed and your note for something that's paid for. Because now remember, you can't transfer title unless you first what? Own it. I can't give you property unless I'm first the owner of it. So once you sign the promissory note, that's when the title company negotiated the note at the fair window, and they got paid, the the seller got paid, the bank had absolutely nothing to do with that transaction. That's true. The title company is the company, not the bank. The bank Say is that a, again? Uh, copy. the title company is the culprit, not the bank. Most people title think the bank is the what? Culprit. C U C U L P R I T. Yeah. All right. The it's really hard to hear you, so forgive me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's not a problem because I don't have. Trust me. I want you to get this. I want yeah. everybody to get this. I want you to start paying attention when you're when you're negotiating contracts. There cannot be a contract because there's no consideration. There's no money. 
Okay, for your valuable consideration, your deed, the note, your documents that you signed initial and marked, what did the bank put up of equal value? Nada. Zilch. Nothing. So didn't they return your collateral? Yes. They're not going to do it if you don't ask them. If you don't tell them, look, you didn't fulfill your end of the contract. I want my property back. I want my payments back. I want my interest back. Your failure to provide me and give me what I'm requiring is your acknowledgement, acquiescence, tacit procuration that you've committed fraud. It's not that difficult to construe a letter like that. They're going to acquiesce. Now we're going to do the administrative process. Notice of fault, opportunity to cure, and then default. And you take it to court. You show where you try to settle this matter out of court, and they acquiesce. Now it's time to take them to federal court and pay because the laws that they violate when they foreclose are federal laws. They're not state laws. Anybody in foreclosure should immediately have it removed to federal court because that's where the foreclosure prerequisite rules are. They're federal laws. They have to do this, 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 and this. Those are federal laws that they're violating. You should be in federal court. State court has no jurisdiction over federal law, period. Okay. And when you learn, yeah, you, you do better. And what's the statute yeah, of limitations on fraud? <laughs> three years or, or uh, after three years? After you know they, no, no, no. when the... But when they commit no, as a fraud or something? There's no limitation on fraud. Well, there you can is. Go so. back. There's a limitation on some frauds, but not this one. Okay. So you, could, you can go back 40 years. You could have lost the property 40 years ago and, and get that property back if you know the protocol, if you know the rules. If you know the yeah, if you just discovered the fraud, you got uh, three or four years, I think, from the time you discovered the fraud, right? So, right, but when did bank when did bank fraud become nationally known? <laughs> In two thousand eight, didn't it? Well, yeah. How you didn't discover? How did you mm-hmm. not discover the fraud for nine years? When bank fraud became nationally known in two thousand eight. All banks are committing fraud. But there's a, a document that makes them straighten up and fly right, and it's called a FinCEN 101. That's a suspicious activities report. No bank wants to be audited, and that's what that form makes the IRS audit that bank. Which one is it? Where's the the FIN CEN, F I N C E N 101. 
Did anybody see the accountant with Ben Asplatt? The young lady that was looking for him, trying to discover his true identity, worked for Ben Sands. It's in the movie. Everything you need to know is in the movie, except it's in your face, but you don't see it. What That's is the ben first thing that's stand for? You. you know, financial financial center. financial center yeah, of the IRS. That's right. Okay. Those are the treasury guys that's looking for people who are laundering money. And mortgages are international documents, in case most people don't know. So they're laundering mortgages because they're international. Now, where I'm from, when we go to the Register of Deeds office, on the door, painted on the door, it says International Register of Deeds. Well, everybody registered deeds don't have that. I thought it was on my registered deeds door because we're right at the Detroit River. The Detroit River is international water. They forget that when we look across the river, we're looking into another country, which is Canada. So the Detroit River itself is international water. Me not knowing any better thought that that's why they had the International Register of Deeds on the door. But that's not why it was there. Because they're laundering titles. They're laundering mortgages. They're selling them overseas. It's, it's, this is a very interesting quest, but the information is out there for you to learn it if you want to find it. They tell you what they're doing. You just have to realize that they're, they're telling you, I'm committing this crime, and this is how I'm doing it. You have to look at it through eyes of equity. Equity is what's good, what's fair, what's just, and what's right. And it's only 20 maxims that govern equity as opposed to the multi-million laws, statutes, and codes that govern the at-law side or the public side. I'd rather be on the private side than equity. I'd rather collapse my sister case trust which they have a YouTube video about that. But again, once they collapse the trust, the first thing the judge or the chancellor is going to ask you, what do you want them to do with the money? And you're going to say, oh, I want you to put it in this bank account. 24 hours later, they're going to take it because you can't commingle the public and the private. Who's going to tell you to say, I want that money to stay right here. I want the court to appoint me a trustee. I want the trustee to set up an LLC for me in the private that's going to take care of my life maintenance, take my orders, and pay my bills. Who's going to teach you that? You 
You have to know the answer to the question. Yeah, only you can teach that. <laughs> Nobody else is going to teach no, it. No, it's, it's not only me. Other people know this, but I'm just saying they're not willing to come on a call such as yours and really help people because one thing uh, people always say, well, I'm not doing it for the money. That's not true. Business is business and personal is personal. I'll, I'll help anybody and point them in the right direction. But if you're coming into my area of business, you're going to pay me. You're going to make a donation to my favorite charity, which is me. You caused me an injury. Uh, go ahead. <clears throat> you got a, uh, I was just going to say we have another hand up, yeah. Go right ahead. want to take another question? Okay. We're going to have to cut it soon because uh, about 10 minutes. All right, Connecticut, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. Did you have a question? Um, yes, but she answered the question. I was going to ask more about uh, the affidavit and how to use it um, past sending it out, but she answered the question. Well, right. greetings, greetings, greetings to you, young lady. I haven't heard from greetings. you in a while. Yes, that's very true. Uh, I'm still dealing with the house, and um, the latest that happened is um, the bank took over the water bill. So um, That's interesting. Say that again. I said, that's interesting. That's a new twist. They usually just pay the property taxes and try to foreclose on the taxes. That's an interesting twist, the water bill, because they do have these water liens now. Okay, so you know you can contact me in the private. So um, is is there anyone else because Angela needs to go see about her son? Nope, that's it. That looks like it. Okay. You didn't have any other questions, Connecticut? No, I not at all, but thank you so much, Angela. I appreciate you oh, so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, too, okay. and I appreciate truth. Thank you. So- oh, wait, somebody just stuck their head up, so. Uh, wait a minute. I have a comment. Hold on, hold on. Okay, now, go ahead. Anybody that wants to contact me about any of my templates, you must give Angela a $50 donation. Take a Photoshop of it to show me that you made the donation, and then ask me for the template that you require. Oh, thank you I so need much. I know that we, yeah, make a $50 donation to Angela through PayPal and take a screenshot of it and have it accompany your email. Again, if you want to contact me further, I need your phone number, the time zone, and the best time to call you. And I will Um, get back with you as soon as I can. Sorry, I also wanted to add to that because I think a good donation, regardless, even if you don't want a template, um, it's at at least a minimum of $5, $10, because we all could 
have five hours just to be a part of, like, a club, you know what I mean? So if everyone gives five dollars, that, you know, helps the whole process or at a minimum, you know, that's just my idea. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. That's true because too many people want something for nothing. And my time is priceless. Once my time is gone, I can't recover it. And yours is priceless as well. I'm not putting myself above you. I just want you to understand. You can't get something for nothing. It cost me a lot of time, a lot of research, and I suffered a great deal of abuse to learn what I learned. I grew up in a chauvinistic society, and I didn't even realize that they were putting me down because of my gender. You have no idea what I went through to learn what I learned. Our people used to tell me how dumb I was and I was always going to be a failure and I was the top person in my class. I'm not going there with you, but I'm just saying you have no idea how I came to be who I am and where I am today. And you well, you said somebody got some hands up. Um, there's one here, um, kid, what is it, kid K53, you've been unmuted, go ahead, kid yes, K53. Yes. Thank you, my question is actually about, um, the, the, has nothing to do with discharging debt, but more about, uh, identifying who are the people I was going to ask a, a kind of a constitutional question, if that's okay. Sure. Of course. Go right ahead. Um, what's the, why are, okay, if I'm not a part of the body, uh, political, do, <clears throat> can I still discharge my debt? Well, it's kind of about discharge, but that's it. So if I understand you correctly, you're asking, if I'm not part of the body politic, can I still discharge my debt? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you can't. You don't want to be part of the body politic. Right, Truth? I mean, I don't know. What do you say? Truth? Oh, shit. We lost her. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> Call back in if you can hear me. Oh, my goodness. Well, there the reason, she is. Angela, there she the is. Why, oh, that's awesome. Are you there? Oh, is that you? Truth? Oh. I Truth, is that off. you? I'm back. Yeah, you did. I was, I went and I was asking, where are you? Oh, my God. She's back. <laughs> did you hear the question? No, I didn't. You're going to have to repeat it. He wants to know, if you're not part of the body politic, can you still discharge debt? But and I said yes. Yes, well, I think the body politic, I think of government in Washington, D.C. But go ahead. Because um, yeah, but the, the state yeah. is uh, a body politic. 
The county is a body politic and the city is a body. How can you not be a part? Because let me share something with you. Everybody wants to know about private status, correct? You're uh-huh. you're private because you have to be associated with a, a nation or a tribe. Number one. Number two, you're a private American national of the state, your birth state. And number three, you're a private citizen of the United States of America. Now, Scripture says that every word be established by two or three witnesses. So you're a member of a nation or a tribe. You're a private American national citizen of the state you're born. You're a private citizen of the United States of America. So is that three witnesses? Yeah. Sounds like it. Okay, so how can you not be a part of the body politic? And if you want to go back to basics, you're a human being. That's a body politic. You're you're a member of the human race. You're not a member of the animal or plant kingdom. You're a member of the human so it depends on how you use the word, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the context means everything because uh, politics, the word, it's uh, I don't I don't associate with it in the least, but I guess I could associate with it. But anyway, it's three hours. We've so, gone three hours, my dear. All right, it's been. What do you think? Magnificent, marvelous, and splendid. And don't forget to send Angela a donation. Thank you. And did you want to give out your email, or do we want to just direct people to the website to get it? I would prefer to direct them to the website because you, you claim that my conversation is coming in garbled, and I want them to get it correctly. Go so to I'm not going to yeah, right. tell them, go to myprivateaudio.com, go up to the top a list of links and click on the one that says guest speakers and then click on Truth's name and that will bring up her page. And then down at the lower portion of it, there's like a, a heart and it says contact, email, and that's where you can get her email address. All right. Thank you so much, Truth. I love you dearly. Thank you so much for coming on again. I hope we can do it again in the not-too-distant future. And uh, you have a great weekend. And um, thank you for turning us on to that uh, Swiss Indo-Swiss bond business. I'm going to research that. That sounds really uh, fascinating. And it's been around since 2016. I didn't even know. Well, that's Truth, why we are you there? Yeah, yeah you there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah that's why we need each other. You find out yeah. information. I don't know. I find out information. You don't know. Hopefully, we all do that for each other, right? We all got to share information to understand it better because we all, you, you know, compare our <clears throat> our thinking, you know, 
we can come up with ten different uh, definitions of one word, you know, just depending on the person's, or I should say the man or woman's, you know, individual thought processes. But isn't that how something kept from uh, being tried? It depends on what the definition of is is. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That one little word. But he still got impeached. But he didn't get uh, kicked out of office or anything, and nothing nothing really happened to him. It was all on paper, pretty much. <clears throat> all right. Anyway, let's call it a night, everybody. It's three hours. We're into this call, and uh, it sure went by fast. I appreciate you um, coming on and um, participating. We had over 100 people on the call tonight. Um, thank you so much, Truth, for for sharing your information with us, and um, we hope to see you again soon. Everybody, right. have a great weekend. Anytime. Okay. I'm begging. Anytime you need me, I'm here. All right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call on you. <laughs> okay. All right. Especially Nothing after much. I do research, I love you too. And after I do a lot of research on that. Thing, I, I want to get with you and discuss it further. Maybe we can get a lot of people out of, you know, bind, financial binds would be great. I'd love to do that. We certainly can if they would just only follow instructions. If they follow yeah. the instructions, they'd be debt free. <sighs> what a great thing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, my beloved. All right. Thank you so much. Good night. Have a great weekend. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Uh, Let's see, next Thursday, I have on the schedule Robert Fox. That should be fun. All right, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Good night. Good night, everybody.